dangerous. Beware, it's dangerous. There's gonna be one of us in a trip close home because we're the pirate optimus. To the west, to the east, gonna find the way, it's ain't the way, all the way. Ahoy, and welcome back to Piecemeal. This is a One Piece Book Club podcast. I'm your Captain Tyler, and my Nakama joining me this week are Jason. I don't trust anyone or anything, except for horoscopes. <laughs> <laughs> Justin. There ain't no old ladies that need help. Laura. Thank you, Roosterhead. <laughs> Melissa. What's that miserable, pitiable creature? <laughs> Dave. That son of a Borg tricked me! (laughs) (laughs) And Theo. I don't want to hit the seas without you, man! Yeah. Every week on this show, we read and discuss another volume of the famously ongoing manga One Piece. This week, we're reading volume 76, which is titled Just Keep Going. The original Just Keep Swimming. Just Keep Swimming. I was thinking it. Uh, got a couple emails to read first. Yay! Uh, we have one from Mono, who writes, uh, Dear Mess Deck Pirates, how are you? I am Mono from the Discord, and I am a big recent fan of your podcast. I stumbled upon you guys during either the middle of summer or early summer, and only recently have I finally caught up to where you guys are in terms of episodes, and in the spoiler islands. Ho <laughs> ho! <laughs> Uh, hell, I've even started listening to your sister podcast, Destructo Discourse. Oh, yeah. Um, when I finally got to the point where there were no <laughs> new episodes to listen to, uh, <laughs> as I stated before, I caught up. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I've been a longtime fan of One Piece for as long as I've been alive, and that's a wild statement, considering I was born just a year after the manga got started. <laughs> I shouldn't ramble. I do have two things to say. One... Why in the world do you guys say Enel like that? I know why, but why? (laughs) (laughs) I always figured it was pronounced like Enel, not like the word Fennel. (laughs) Enel feels too close to another word. (laughs) Yeah, we're we're a little little Enel retentive about that. (laughs) All right, let's go home, everybody. (laughs) Good night. Good night. I, th- I think it also comes from the Japanese eh. The, In it. The, the eh, mm. yeah. Right, because yeah, the... Yeah, would be eyes, yeah. The oh. uh, other common translation is enaru. Yeah, that's mm. phonetically, it's eh, ne, u. That's how it's uh, Also, I sure hope that the more you guys delve into Dressrosa, the more horrific whimsy you discover. <laughs> oh, those no. aren't two words I like together. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's going to be cry your eyes out, silly. No. <laughs> no, I don't like it. I don't like it. Very Anyways, nice. wish you all the best. Bye. <laughs> oh, no. Don't leave me like, like this. <laughs> so thanks for that email, Mom. <laughs> Great. <laughs> thanks. Uh, we have another one from Corbin who writes in, Hello, piecemeal crew. Hearing you all read Dressrosa for the first time uh, has me reminiscing. Dressrosa was ongoing when I first caught up to the anime, so I have a special fondness for it. I admit the anime had plenty of flaws with it dragging on so much, but I loved every second of it. 
Uh, during this time, I had seen a lot of debate over who the next Straw Hat would be. The Corridor Coliseum introduced so many interesting characters, many of them with seemingly high Straw Hat potential. I especially saw a lot of support for either Cabbage or Bartolomeo. Personally, I supported everybody's favorite green-haired dumpster of a man. <laughs> <laughs> we already Wait, have Zor- one of those. Zora's already on the green <laughs> dumpster. What are you talking about? Wait, how did Sanji get on this podcast? <laughs> uh, who do you all think is going to be or is going to join the Straw Hats this arc, if anyone? J- Jimby. Hmm. Well, he already joined. He's just doing his own thing right now. Okay. Hmm. This arc? I don't know. Nobody's striking you. Again, it, again, it can't be Barto. That would be too easy. You can't. <laughs> Maybe you can't true. give a character what they want like that. Sure. <laughs> Uh, about I don't koala. think it would be good for Barto. That's no, also be... probably true. Yeah. <laughs> what was that, Jason? The... Uh, what about Koala? Someone from the Revolutionaries, maybe? Mm-hmm. She's busy being a revolutionary. <laughs> yeah. So, you can do so, more than one uh, thing. Uh, hmm. The, the revol- maybe the Revolutionaries need a liaison to the Straw Hat mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm. Um. Well, it can't be Viola because she looks too much like Robin. Literally. Yeah. We have a... <laughs> listen. <laughs> I think it's in a... this book. There's a color spread. Uh, it's everybody in the mirror getting ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and the panel of Robin is her, like, leaning in, putting on lipstick. Mm-hmm. And the way that her hair is drawn is very Viola-esque. And then you turn the page and the first panel is a panel of Viola. And I'm like, these are the same person, Oda. <laughs> oh, dear. It's the same, it's the same picture. picture. It's the same <laughs> picture. Oh, dear. Oda. What are we going to do with him? <laughs> no takers for Leo. Oh, that'd be fun. Ooh, oh, Tata yeah, Stra- we could use a little guy. Tata Straw Hat. Little guy. Yeah. Yeah. Sneak into things. A, a guy even littler than Chopper. Mm. Un- is that allowed? Unprecedented. Can we do that? Is that. Are, are we good? Can we? I'm trying to think of if there's a role that hasn't been filled. Mm-hmm. That, like a ship that role? I feel yeah. like that's. Um, I feel like that's on. Like on mm. Luffy. Like yeah, I, I, a lot of the, I, a lot of these feel like very non-standard roles. <laughs> like Luffy point. considers having a liar on his ship to be like an unofficial position. So that's true. Can't that's be fair. a pirate without one of those. Oh, I know who sense. it is. Yeah, it's Moosey. Yeah, we, we do need a ship's cow. Yeah, that's true. We do need a ship's cow. We don't have one of those. Every ship needs a cow. Factually, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> the deck is made of grass. It's perfect. That's it awesome. also it really true. works out. Um, I have I've been saying this, but I think that the crew needs like a boat swain, not like a carpenter, but like the, all the little things, like you know, making sure like the rope is all good and the mm-hmm. sails and the pulleys and hinges and all like the little things. Yeah, maybe you know who's good with you know who's who's good with ropes and string like things. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, we'll get to have Dofi on the cruise. Yay! <laughs> oh, I don't like that answer. 
A redemption arc. This isn't, this isn't Dragonfall. <laughs> no, no. You, oh god, what a what a fascinating concept. Like, the, like the idea of of Dragon Ball and One Piece with like their tropes and approaches to things like reversed. <laughs> so by now you have Crocodile on the crew and Dofi's gonna end up on the crew and yeah, the whole series would have just been impelled down. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and and yeah. and what would what would Dragon Ball with One Piece's attitude? I think it would just Man, look I like One know. Piece. Goku. It would have a point. Goku would be a lot cooler. I think that that is true. Bulma would have a stronger role in like directing Goku. Yeah. And to be clear, I say that as somebody who adores Dragon Ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same, oh, same. Oh, yeah, I love it. Uh, a lot more, not nearly enough black gutters in, in Dragon Ball. <laughs> People would, well, well... <laughs> Anyway. The, op- the opposite they switch their bizarre attitude towards attitudes towards death <laughs> that would be really funny honestly uh, as a side note I'm glad you all like Bartolomeo so much he's been one of my favorite characters since his introduction so I've been enjoying you all getting to know him I wish you all the best as you journey through Dressrosa and beyond Corbin thank you thank you hell yeah uh, we'll stop at two emails because we still have to talk about opening 18. Mm. We do. Mm. Boy, do yes. we. Hard yes, knock yes, days. Yes. <laughs> it's a hard knock fight. <laughs> this this music gonna be was stuck a lot of fun. My... Yeah, I really like this one. It's, 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 it's high on my personal list. It is a good time. It, is a good it also me a more like what I recognize an anime opener to be. Mm-hmm. Music. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the music's pretty good. This one's not high for me. Yeah. The I, I think I feel like about this one how you felt about like the the previous one we talked about where it's 17. like yeah where it's like this is the most Saturday morning cartoon <laughs> like all the action <laughs> shots are just the characters like they're not doing anything they're like they're just doing action leaping into the air and actioning at nothing like <laughs> I don't know just showing I, up yeah it didn't, well, it didn't I, do it for me <laughs> I was specifically talking before we started recording. Um, uh, to um, Melissa and Tyler, I specifically like that in an anime opening <laughs> where the crew, the main characters, do their cool powers at the camera one after the other. Um, specifically, I was thinking of um, opening two from the original Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, that's Ready, Steady, Go. Mm. Oh yes, uh, mm. you get to see like the cascade of like, here's the cool guys. This one got fire. Woo! You know, it's this, <laughs> it's this whole thing. Man, now that the flame flame fruit has come back up and seeing Sanji just like catch on fire in the opening, it really highlights the strangeness of that. It's very strange, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? How? Why is he allowed to what's do he, this? What's he doing over there? <laughs> and he's not alone because Luffy does it again this week in the manga. Yeah. What's he doing over this... there? <laughs> Lighting things on fire, probably. Uh, probably. Who gave Luffy matches? Oh no. <laughs> Uh, any there's other thoughts for good... the opening, or should we just hop into the manga? There's a lot of nice, like, hidden stuff in there. Yeah, there's <laughs> in the big shot of everybody running towards the camera. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh, is... hidden little Easter eggs in there. Is that people Kareha we haven't seen in for the, a while. In the very back. Yes. Yes. <laughs> a blur of Kareha in the back. Still relevant. Still relevant. Kareha. Like a blurry Sasquatch photo. Um. There's like a skull with makeup. 
I don't know who that is. A skull with makeup. Am I? Oh, in the, okay. in the run? Shot? In the run, yeah, yeah. Is it next Where? to... Next on. to Ideo? I've got to pull it up. I think it is next to Ideo, but I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. Is that... It is. That's uh, <laughs> Boa's snake. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. right. Which is actually kind of weird uh, looking at it now because it's not moving. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I think it was close to <clears throat> The placement of everybody in this shot gets a little strange, too. <laughs> like, the cameos towards the back. Oh, that is Boa's snake. Okay, I, it was, like, literally floating like a Castlevania Medusa head, and I was like, <laughs> what am I looking at? <laughs> we have the Straw Hats up front, and then it's primarily the relevant Dressrosa characters currently. Yeah. Uh, but then Jinbei get... sneaks in there. There's Jinbei, and then there's uh, Shirahoshi. Shirahoshi's yeah. in the back. Big old Shirahoshi. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and then more Coliseum fighters. Mixed into the Coliseum fighters is Vivi, Rayleigh, and Hachi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're not you're not turning me around on this opening. <laughs> and, then there, and then there's and then oh who could that be in the bag? Oh that's Eva. <laughs> Face. And Kokoro and Chimney are here too. Sure, well, they got it. Mm. Tyler, I think now that you mentioned it, I didn't even think about it, but I remember you mentioning that we could see Kuros running one legged mm-hmm. in this. Yep. And it's actually really clever how they obscure they his just other hide leg. the other yeah. leg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even realize. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, also, very important shot after everyone does their like. They're like anime powers. They all like gather like chaos emeralds around a giant monster point. That's um, a much better way to put it. A, mo- mm-hmm. a monster point chopper, like they're ready to board him like a like Voltron. <laughs> and I'm Chopper-tron. just here for it. I I very much appreciate Tyler pointing out the Zoro gag. It's a good yes. one. The yeah. beginning of the opening of they him wandering off and Usopp <laughs> just freaking out the and fuck bringing off. him back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of good, like, just slice of life characters doing what they do. But that's, like, every opening. Yeah. yeah. I feel, that's I feel like, like my that's... favorite part of openings. Too. Yeah, yeah, I feel like we were pretty consistent on that. I did not enjoy seeing Robin's arm wings. In oh. glorious color, yeah, oh, boy. glorious technicolor. Yeah. yeah, we got her like arm wings, and then there was like a net moment. Yeah, yeah. Oh, beautiful, so, uh, biblically accurate, Robin. Yeah. I love it. Biblically accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Be not afraid. <laughs> I don't know if I can take you up on that, Rob. And it was specifically her with with Usopp when he went to. Uh, everybody and become a god i missed some shit you missed some shit <laughs> and we missed you oh, i'm back mm-hmm. I, yeah. Yeah. I got my uh uh i got my covid booster and it annihilated me yeah <laughs> was, uh, yeah glad you're well enough to be back though i'm good I'm boosted good. Yeah. you straight to heck yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, how about we dive in to the volume yeah, yeah. let's go Uh, I'll start with the author's note. Uh, This week, Oda writes, The following saying is often held to be male chauvinistic. A Uh, wife should follow three steps behind her husband. This actually stems from an old samurai custom. If you were a samurai carrying around a dreadfully long katana, never knowing when you might need to use it, 
you really let the most important person in your world walk next to you? The three steps are a distance meant to keep womankind safe. So a real man should propose by saying, do me the honor of following three steps behind me for the rest of our lives. Now let's start three steps behind volume 79. <laughs> it's volume 76. <laughs> I was wondering where he was going with that. <laughs> they, they, they twisted it on us. Oh, yeah. man. I remember reading this in, like, I don't know, a history book in elementary school and then deciding, well, this is my role as a woman, I guess. Just walk three steps behind any authority figure. And I did, and, like, my mom got really mad at me. (laughs) If you like someone, you should walk beside them. (laughs) Very literally. I did. I did. I started walking three steps behind just anybody I was walking with. Oh, my goodness. I mean, as long as they don't have a really long sword, I think you're okay. They're probably good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the book didn't What's say that, anything um... about that. <laughs> What's that? Uh, um, there's this poem I remember when I was real little uh, that's like, uh, uh, do not walk in front of me for I will not lead. Do not walk behind me. Or no, the other way. Uh, do not walk in front of me for I will not follow. Do not walk behind me for I will not lead. Just walk beside me and be my friend. What I want to know is... Oh. <laughs> Like, is this intended to keep the person within range of the sword? Or, like, just... Keep them out of range of the sword, because you don't want them next to you, because then if you have to draw it, you'll slash them by accident. Mm -hmm. You'll slice them in half like Punk Hazard. That's a likely story, I say. That would be great if it was, like, stay within three steps of me. (laughs) I can slice you at any moment. You need to stay within range of my reach weapon. Yeah. At all times. These are cumbersome this is why, mechanics. That's why I always pick ranged. Yeah, yeah that sounds right, Tyler. <laughs> Very cumbersome. Previously, the crew happens across Trafalgar Law on the island of Punk Hazard, and at his suggestion, they form a new pirate alliance that seeks to take down one of the four emperors. The group infiltrates the kingdom of Dressrosa in an attempt to set up Doflamingo, but Law is abducted after falling into a trap. The rest of the crew meets a one-legged toy soldier who informs them of the nation's hidden darkness, and they decide to help the little Tantadas in their fight for freedom. Luffy freedom. rescues <laughs> freedom. 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 Uh, Luffy rescues Law from captivity, and Usopp succeeds in freeing those who have been turned into toys. Furious, Doflamingo covers the island in a giant bird cage and puts bounties on our heroes' heads. Now on the run from Dressrosa's citizens. Luffy heads for Doflamingo in the palace on the fourth step to rescue the kingdom. But, dot dot dot. (gasps) So what's going on with Jinbei? What's going on with Jinbei? (laughs) In his solitary journey. Hmm. Not so solitary anymore. Yeah, he immediately gets companions. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The the party starts, starts growing immediately. But he doesn't know these people, like... (laughs) <laughs> this is, uh, he's, he's alone he's in his heart. Like, he's, he's just doing a good deed. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Stoic and solitary. <laughs> uh, he brings the lost sea kitten to a sea dog cough. <laughs> <laughs> so he, even in this world, <laughs> the cops are dogs. Uh, the dog cop recognizes the kitten and escorts them both back to town. And I'm just going to read the (laughs) caption for the next one because I adore it. That was one of my quotes. (laughs) Got an incident on our hands. Town's gone. (laughs) Well, I'll be darned. Very good. Very 
very moon's haunted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Loading Absolutely. a gun. The town's gone. Has <laughs> <laughs> that exact energy. <laughs> the dog cop finds his home tipped over on the outskirts of town. The plot thickens. Oh no. Suddenly, they all spot a sinking ship. Jinbei saves the ship from capsizing. Uh, this is also when Jinbei read about Luffy and Law's alliance in the sailor's newspaper. That's but that's not, not the thing. article that they meant to show him, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead, they point out a story about rampaging sea beasts at a nearby port. So they go to visit the port, which uh, has some ruins laid atop it, all askew. And the sea kitten points out that the ruins are in fact more parts of its missing town. The plot thickens again. What are they doing there? Oh what happened to my town? <laughs> it's over here. Where's my litter box? <laughs> <laughs> the sea is your litter box. Oh my goodness. Oh, sea free. <clears throat> it's all sand. Uh, returning to dress Rosa, Bellamy confronts Doflamingo, asking if he has truly lost all faith in him. But Dofi tells him, You and I have different aims in the world. We always have. You've always wanted to be a pirate, but not I. I've never cared what I was, as long as it allowed me to tear down the world around me. Ugh. Some people just want to watch the world burn. He's a fucking joker, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> he does it, and he does his little, like, deedly deedlies with his fingers. Yeah. <laughs> deedly deedlies! <laughs> No, 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 that's different. It's it's not his... It's not it's the not Dotleys. The, no, 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 it's not the Dotley Dotleys. No, 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 it's, it's the Dotley Dotleys. Completely different. Thank you. Keep up with the glossary, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we, we really... This, this podcast really needs a DD Tropes page. <laughs> uh, down in the battle between officers and Coliseum warriors, Dellinger takes out Suleiman, revealing that the horns on his hat are not just ornamental. Jesus, Jesus Christ, yeah. this kid is terrifying. I, I love him. He's so I scary. Love him yeah. so he's much. He's really scary. <laughs> I love is I love this 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 blood licking uh, <laughs> goring teenager with a pair of Louboutins. Is he, a, is he a <laughs> so good? Uh, no, he's just he just just like that. He just likes his legs. Okay, all right. He has very nice. He ones. likes to work them. Yeah, he has very <laughs> nice ones. So that's fair. I mean. Wearing heels like that all the time. Gotta have some good. <laughs> yeah, it's a good Yeah. Uh, Gladius, Mock Vice, Baby Five, and Lao G all crush various Colosseum warriors. Oh no. Orlumbus. <laughs> Not Orlumbus. Not, Not Orlumbus. <laughs> <laughs> Anything but that. <laughs> Townspeople try their best to subdue those of them who have been uh, parasite stringed to quell the rampaging. Uh, someone runs up, having spotted King Riku and God Usopp together, God and Usopp. a mob begins to form to go and apprehend the bounties. Oh, these poor, innocent simpletons. Just trying yeah. to figure out something to do. Well, it's like, the guy says, just capture them, don't hurt them. If we don't do this, the game will continue until we're all dead. It's just like, you know, if we give in to the bad guy's demands, he'll surely... <laughs> yeah. Be up to his word and let us He'll live. Be, yeah, we don't like nice it, but this us. is our option. Yeah. Oh no. It's um. And it's, it's basically also it's not. <laughs> by the yeah. way. Yeah. Also, it's basically that um, not to like the joke of baby this arc, but it's very, 
very like oh shoot 2006 the dark knight the two boats yeah yeah, it's oh, very yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, it's like, well, these are these are criminals, and we're citizens. Barely. So we're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Jesus, it's uh, it, it is it's Oof, am- amazingly <laughs> uh, Dejoka. And uh, this very... is all before like the Dark Knight stuff, right? Um, yeah, I think this is ninety seven. No, we, th- this part we would have been well past it. Yeah. Well past. Okay. Yeah, this is like. 20, yeah, we're in 12? we're in 2014 now. 2014 wow. in one piece. Oh time. yeah, sorry. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, I oh, I mean, yeah. not to say anything, but I feel like I feel like Oda may have watched The Dark Knight at some point, <laughs> <laughs> um, as we'll see by the end of this volume. <laughs> yeah. At the Smile Factory, the goons inside try to maintain control of the Tantata slaves, but outside, Bion and her pink bees begin to spill, uh, spell out messages to those trapped inside. Wow, this read, is so cool. <laughs> Very good. Mm-hmm. Unlock it from the inside. We've been fooled and fight. Fight. Yeah. So the Tentata slaves do indeed fight. <laughs> they they used extra bees just to get those three exclamation marks. <laughs> <up. laughs> they were important. Because a t- Very important. Because a true friend would never lie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why lie is in a W there. Also, why the heck are these managers using like full-sized whips? <laughs> yeah, that tiny be, guys. That's so. That would be so hard. You want them to make little whips? <laughs> yes. <laughs> out of li- out of licorice and daffodil stems. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just struck me that like that's the complaint. The whips are too big. <laughs> Not they're you whips. Can't hit any of them. <laughs> I would like to speak to your manager. We like, need smaller whips. Or like get like a jump rope and do like a double dutch swirl and just sweep them all. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that got me good. <laughs> Uh, Luffy and Law ride on the back of Ferule with Cavendish, who offers to cut a path through the enemy for them. And at some point, Kiros also hopped on the back of the horse. <laughs> he is he is very upset, Yay. not because the horse is actually overloaded, but because with more than two passengers, he can't run gracefully. Well, there's already more than two passengers with Cavendish, Luffy, and Law. Right. <laughs> Yeah, and now we have Kiros as well. Who's very large. Aww. He's a big he's a beefy man. Indeed. Yes. He tells Luffy that there is one man among Don Quixote's retinue that he must kill with his own hands. Diamante. I love Luffy's response. You're not gonna die trying, are you? <laughs> <laughs> and he says no. Oh, not cool, in a human body. Yeah. Oh cool then. Oh alright. <laughs> To all of their surprise, all the Coliseum warriors band together to fight the Don Quixote family, thanks to yeah. Dagama's tactical mind. Incredible. Never go up against Dagama the t- tactician in a battle. <laughs> Eggman is on the case. <laughs> they all put their hopes on Luffy reaching Doflamingo. Dagama just loves his job. Yeah. <laughs> He's Absolutely. just having a great I, time. <laughs> it's a good feeling to know, be effective at something and to know it. Yeah, right. Yeah, I like his outfit. I feel like we haven't been able Confidence. to see his outfit properly before now. Yeah, not in uh, full. And he looked—he's a great look. <laughs> out, mm-hmm. Outside of the eggman face. Yeah, yeah. sure. High, high-waisted medallioned—I don't know—cummerbund yeah. situation. And yeah, uh, that is arm. 
That is cummerbund with like an armor rating. Yeah, and like a, and like a, and like a Roman centurion, like a Roman legionary skirt. Except yeah. his yeah, body right. is so huge and his legs are so tiny that the skirt <laughs> al- so almost doesn't exist. It's <laughs> <laughs> very good. It's, just, it's like the kind of fringe that's at the bottom of furniture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, Dellinger is very smart and pays attention. Yes. Damn. Down in the scrap heap, Kinemon finally reunites with his comrade, Evening Shower Conjuro. 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 Conjuro has a very weird look. He's kind of like goth-esque. He, I, I, he looks like a caveman wearing a kabuki <laughs> outfit. Yeah, he has yeah. a very yeah. strange. It's hard to describe. It's a, I think it's, it's the like posture more than anything. Yeah, it's yes, the posture. Kabuki makes like yeah. goth mall rat. It, it, and hey, look, <laughs> like it, it feels to me like this isn't his real character design. Like he's wearing mm. a disguise or something, mm. but I don't, mm. I don't know if that's the case. <laughs> I don't like the sounds Tyler is making. Yeah, yeah, yeah me neither. Too. I noticed that. Didn't like it. Um, <laughs> welcome, welcome back to my little Kabuki corner. Hey, this is. I know how I make like. Oh, that's kind of like the lion wig from Kabuki. Oh, that's kind of like the lion wig. This is just the <laughs> just lion. literally. <laughs> this is the exact thing. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! And it's usually made of yak's hair. He says, oh. with his sorcery, he will never lack for food. Not that he would ever be hungry, of course. Right. <laughs> samurai don't get hungry. Nope. That's right. right. We've no. been informed. Oh, and this samurai has, like, a cool paintbrush. Yes, a giant yeah. paintbrush. There it is. The X mark. <laughs> there it is. Oh. <laughs> and someone, and, uh, so, yeah, he offers uh, Kinemon some lettuce, and he just says, no, your food gives me a bellyache. Lettuce? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kajiro had somehow hidden himself within the walls of the scrap heap to avoid Don Quixote family finding him. Does he and... have the swimming fruit like baby? Well, Mr. Pink? Kajiro uh, ate a strange fruit, bestowing him with a unique type of sorcery, in that anything he paints will pop right off of the surface that he drew it on and come to life. Oh my god! Unfor- Unfortunately. Unfortunately. I love it! Yeah. <laughs> this allows him to create his own food if need be and any manner of servants. The only problem is that he can't draw for shit. <laughs> I love it. This, yeah. this is the, his drawings are beautiful. This is also, I would about. disagree. Yeah. That sparrow he makes is quite pretty. Yeah. That is, this <laughs> is the best gimmick in a while. It's great. <laughs> this is really I, good. It's a good reminder that like a person's innate abilities have nothing to do with their devil fruit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I also like that he's introduced yeah. in the same mm-hmm. arc as uh, Giola. <laughs> yeah, very, absolutely. Very funny, oh, yeah. very funny foils to each More, other. Uh, I, I love that it's such a clever way. So, like, whenever anybody in any kind of media has this sort of power, like, the, mm-hmm. you have to have some way to, like, distinguish, like, this is an art thing that isn't a that real isn't. thing. <laughs> and and this isn't. is like... It, this is a drawing, unlike all these other things. Uh, but this right. is such a good, like, explanation for why th- something looks the way it does. Like, oh, he just sucks at drawing. Yeah, so absolutely. Looks yeah. Yeah. And every time he does shit like make, for example, ladders or ropes or something, <laughs> everyone yeah. complains about how shitty and hard they are. Can't even draw a straight line. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we finally found the guy who truly cannot even draw a straight line. (laughs) Incredible. It's all he tweets about. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, 
Uh, so a while ago, we were all asked, like, if you could have a devil fruit, which one would you want? And uh, it's this one. Ah, yeah, yeah. very good choice. Nice. Because, yeah. like, it, imagine it in the hands of someone who could draw. Yeah. That would be terrifying. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. give this... Dangerous power. Give this power no. to Usopp. Oh, my goodness. <gasps> <laughs> give this power to, like, one of those people who can draw, like, Ghibli tier food yeah. oh my god yeah. yes. I want, yeah. yes, yes, yes. I, I want that I want that like high high frame rate Ghibli ramen <laughs> Usopp doesn't seem to need a devil fruit to make his lies true that's true so that is also true yeah what's you... up with that <clears throat> yeah, we'll, get, we'll get more to more of that later and <laughs> indeed if you give that fruit to an actual artist they will never actually make anything because <laughs> they will spend forever refining paralyzed. it and then Aww. forget about it <laughs> and then hey, get distracted uh, by not, something else. I'm not so good I'm not so cool with being tagged in this fucking thing <laughs> here. Yeah. Team. It's a fucking autobiography, so <laughs> So really Conjuro is the only one who could effectively use this <laughs> this fruit. Mm-hmm. I'm also sure that this is entirely coincidence, but I have always appreciated that the man named Conjuro conjures things. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. 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 Amazing. It's it's almost She-Ra level of Conjuro creates a sparrow for the two samurai to fly out of the scrap heap on, and the poor thing is barely ambulatory. Yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> like, <laughs> its wing is the same thing yeah. as its chest. Oh. It's flying <laughs> so hard. <laughs> its mouth is so big. <laughs> Peru, uh, <laughs> Peru pities this, uh, yeah. this being. All of the warriors that are still trapped down in the scrap heap ask the samurai's help in escaping so that they might fight for King Riku above ground as well. Back above ground, Dellinger continues to tear through people, taking down Blue Gilly. And <gasps> while doing so, a dorsal fin appears to rip out from under his shirt on his back. Oh, I didn't notice that. Mm, what? Me yep. neither. Oh. Wait a minute. It's even Whoa. a little rip sound effect. Excuse uh, me? That's neat. Hmm. Oh, hmm. wait. Wait. Hmm. Oh. Did, Del- wait. did Dellinger hmm. eat a smile fruit? <laughs> is that why he has animal features? Is that why he's always smiling? Hmm. Oh, he hmm. is smiling all the time, isn't he? That's a much better indicator than uh, what I said. <laughs> well, Monosuke doesn't smile all the time. That's true. He's very rarely smiling. Yeah. He's pretty sad, actually. Yeah. Is that a smile? Yeah. I thought um, I thought Vegapunk made that one. That's true. Yeah. Oh, oh I, yeah. I assumed they were the same. That one was called Scream, weirdly enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> that, you ate the fruit called Night Terrors. That was your mistake. <laughs> you hate to see it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on the way to the flower field, Cavendish and company encounter a very eerie sight. Dozens of extra-large nutcracker soldiers just ambling about. Oh, I don't like that. One thing. Mm-hmm. Zoro versus Pika continues, with Zoro carving up the stone man with ease, and starting to pick up on the exact moment that Pika flees from his golem body to elsewhere in the stone. Starting to figure him out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gonna learn the patterns of this boss. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Also, the the panel of Zoro running up his arm is just really good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Dope. Yeah. yeah. Zoro's like cutting so cool. those two like uh, deep lines. Zoro's very like, cool. Like it's butter. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So Zoro's very cool, and then the rest of the crew 
gets or that part of the crew get, gets here, the ones being airlifted by the Tentadas, and Barto is in shambles. Yeah, <laughs> and, buddy, and, and, he and, sure and, is. And how cool Zoro is. Yeah. <laughs> he's just he's he's falling apart. <laughs> Can barely keep it together. He would be he he would be he would be hopeless on the Straw Hat crew. <laughs> there, there's also I just realized there's also the very serious danger if he presumably he thinks Sanji is cool, right? So the, <laughs> yeah. we might risk him learning things from Sanji. No, we can't. And then that. and then he would become an actual degenerate and not just like <laughs> a very pa- strong like poser degenerate. We can't let this happen. No. Not to our we boy. can't let our boy be corrupted. <laughs> Not our son. <laughs> I have monitor I have... his internet access. <laughs> <laughs> I have a quick update. Yeah. I don't know if this means anything, but I looked up how Kanjiro is written uh, mm-hmm. in the Japanese, um, and it is not all katakana. Mm. Um, so is there a hidden it... message in there? Oh my well, goodness! Well, you tell me, because uh... the kan is katakana, uh, but Juro means uh tenth son hmm. huh huh hmm. that's a lot of sons mm-hmm. many at least nine <laughs> <laughs> greater than simple <laughs> etc so so i i don't know just throwing throwing that information on the on the bonfire just speaking it into the universe. Mm-hmm. Let's see where it, where it blossoms. Let's see how much I regret it later. <laughs> uh, Pika re-enters his colossus form to smash all of the floaters out of the sky. Uh, but before he can, Zoro carves him right up the middle with three-sword style, 1,080-pound uh, phoenix. <laughs> it's gone up a bit. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Tyler, this phoenix is fat as hell. It's <laughs> <laughs> a chunky phoenix, and I love it. Phoenix, they're they're buying the the good feed for this phoenix <laughs> at the pet store. The, the extra good corn. And Rob, and in they a, store all their extra items in this phoenix. Mm, and in one of the stronger displays of emotion we've seen from her in a while, Robin is just like, oh, thank God. <laughs> 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 Uh, Zoro reminds Pika that there's more to the Straw Hat crew than just Straw Hat Luffy and God Usopp, and that someday he'll be the greatest swordsman in the world, and Barto loses his mind. <laughs> this is the blubberiest panel I've ever seen. Foaming at the mouth for his cabbages. I don't think Zoro even acknowledges that even noticed that he existed. <laughs> like his face is melting. Does yeah, it even okay. count as a face anymore? I'm not sure. It might just be mostly too. He is foaming at the mouth. Yes, he is absolutely crying for his cabbages. Yeah. In in the SBS, uh, someone asks if the Straw Hat crew weren't pirates, what would they do? And Oda says that. A different reader asked the same thing and wrote their own suggestions and said they were all perfect. <laughs> and he agreed with <laughs> no all notes. of them. Just agree yeah. with all of these, except for that, like, maybe Robin is, is hanging out with Frankie. Yeah, yeah uh, if Robin confirmed. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, like, I like Luffy as a firefighter. Like, once I thought about it... <laughs> That one. I like Usopp as a graphic that, designer. Yeah. Listen, oh, yeah, he already sure. did water Luffy. He can store it right there. That's <laughs> also true. And now, and, uh, and Brooke as the detective in like a <laughs> '70s cop movie, like with that specific <laughs> yes. fashion. Yes, That's true. absolutely. 
Nami is a nursery school teacher? Absolutely not. No. no. Why not? No, she loves kids. She does love kids. Well, well, what? Yeah, but she has such money-making potential. I want her to be like the <laughs> CEO true. of a Fortune 500 company. <laughs> well, I want her point. to be a boss babe building her but empire. She does <laughs> yeah, have she... like a heart and ethics, so I guess <laughs> she can't do that. What, what route did she take to, to get here in this reality? Like... Right. She's embezzling money from those children's <laughs> oh parents. Oh my god! <laughs> she is finding out secrets. <laughs> I don't. I admit I don't. I don't entirely understand Sanji's. Like, yeah, why would he, Sanji as a stylist? Why, would why he, wouldn't he just be a cook? Why would still? he not be a cook? Yeah. Why wouldn't? I guess he can still. Why is Chopper a teacher too? You just like his Chopper still. Yeah. They wait. Yeah, no, wait a minute. Sanji and Chopper both have like jobs that are real jobs. Well, they can just do yeah. the thing that they do. Well, well, I get, doctors yeah. and cooks of the real world. Too. Well, but wait, that's yeah. not that's not the problem. The problem is that like, is is Chopper still like eight here? Why, and a reindeer? Why is he teaching? Or, or, well, that's that's a, that's a separate question, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> is he like eight years old teaching grade school? <laughs> not that I don't think he could do it, but. He can identify with the children very easily. Um, yeah, well, yeah, you make raises the question: Why aren't all uh, schools to get taught by little kids? <laughs> you guys Your are education. gonna freak out. Sure. Let me tell you about this: times tables. Oh man. <laughs> Unless uh, Zoro is on permanent desk duty, <laughs> yeah, he is absolutely not accomplishing anything as a police officer. Zoro, absolutely not. So. No, Zoro well, is not. Well, a it's cop. going back to the he was hunting pirates before he became a pirate. Right. So That's I think this fair. was the, yeah. this seemed like this seemed like the logical conversion. I think it's uh, still I think the bounty hunter, like yeah. dog, the bounty hunter. But I think do we know how well he did at hunting pirates? Bad. Well, well, he was, here's he's not well known. To yeah. hunt them, you have to find them first. Well, isn't, right. well, wasn't, isn't he so well known at that 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 is still his rep, even though he's a pirate now? Pirate hunter Zoro. Well, yeah, but like. Yeah, but do we have well, evidence just, of he like actual specific pirates? He just hunts whichever <laughs> pirates true, he happens to run goes into. Goes into goes into a town, and any pirates that happen to be there, he hunts them. <laughs> it's it's the up. great age of piracy. It worked out okay for him for a while. Yeah. Um, and also from those SBS, please do not overlook Kawaii Frankie. Oh, I did not. <laughs> oh, I yeah. love it very much. It's <laughs> yeah. so good. It, it didn't Oda work. says it didn't work, but it did. Yes, it absolutely worked. <laughs> It also makes him look kind of like a toy, though, which is um, it's a little, great. A little accurate. That's exactly what I want. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's a little concerning. To me, all told. <laughs> Down in the scrap heap, Conjuro creates some very shoddy-looking ladders for the soldiers to climb to freedom. <laughs> <laughs> They're so sad. <laughs> Conjuro's like, shut up. I love uh, that this is the first page of this issue. <laughs> This Stifle the, your impertinent mule. This was the first thing you got when you, if you were reading at the time. Right. It looks like a weird shower. It does. Yeah. 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 Mm. A nightmare it's a weird, shower. Weird, terrible shower. Mm. Yeah. In the Smile Factory, the Tantadas continue rioting, uh, searching high and low for their princess. They find that the forbidden door leading to her supposed quarantine room is just a ruse, leading only to an empty storage closet. Oh no. I don't want to gloss over the very good gag that yeah. they have to block their ears so they don't yeah. believe any more lies. <laughs> and and Muji, the, Moji, the princess's aide, busts the door down, but only because he doesn't see the keep out sign until it's too late. Just by accident. <laughs> yeah. And then people are like, I'm so disappointed in you! It's it says keep in. out! <laughs> Right on the door. Even in the middle of the uprising, they're disappointed in him. 
Just makes me we live in a society. Just makes me <laughs> Tatana's live in a society. <laughs> just makes me think of the Ed, Ed and Eddie episode where they all start breaking the rules. Oh, it's a great episode. Eddie, you must observe and obey the sign. <laughs> uh, the Smile Factory manager, a lady named Queen. Who we are informed is 20 years old for some I reason. love her. <laughs> this I love that name. She's got a tie. Just a, just a she's fun got detail a about her, I guess. <laughs> she is she's professional, this, and this is an office setting. Secrets is so much. Uh, she comes to suck up all of the rioting tatadas with a vacuum cleaner. I mean, it's their natural enemy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know what I just appreciate? I just noticed that she's got the backpack through her jacket. Yeah. Oh my god, that's dedication. Yeah, yeah that's a, that's dedication. It's a good look. I like it, but you know. yeah, the straps are—they go through the like, back of her jacket. They, they either go through it or they somehow go over the collar, but without uh, pressing the collar down. Very impressed. Maybe it's the jacket is part of the backpack. Maybe. I mean, hey, mm. yeah. It's a backet. Yeah. A backpack. It's called. A <laughs> it's called fashion. <laughs> Frankie finally gets the doors pried open and saunters inside. Busts in. He immediately wraps his arms around Queen in a big hug, confusing all of the Tentadas. And her. And me. He says, I'm tired of you slamma-jamming me with all those damn suplexes. You trying to dig up a hot spring with the back of my head? She's like, what, what are you talking about? Uh, he lifts Queen up and suplexes her which just so happens to crack her head against Senor Pink, who had been swimming up behind Frankie. Uh, being outraged that that son of a Borg tricked me, which is, a, which is a really just a great phrase on its own. Absolutely. Uh-huh. But apparently, also... apparently, frankly, tricked him into thinking there were old ladies that needed help. Absolutely. <laughs> is, is Senor Pink just a superhero <laughs> who happens to work for the Don Quixote family? There's something going on with him. Yeah. I just, I really like that up until this point, this fight had been nothing but <laughs> Senior Pink just suplexing Frankie. Over and over again. Again and again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Keep running into it. Hit a button, Frankie. Queen uh, sits up furious and starts to berate Frankie for treating her that way, but he simply grabs her by the tie, pulls her in close, and smooches her on the lips. Oh my lord! Frankie, oh my lips. Why is this a this is why is this a pattern in scenes that Frankie is in? <laughs> Things like this happening. Because Frankie's a weirdo. Yeah. yeah, it's it's funny to me that like I keep I keep thinking about this and forgetting to mention it. Like characters, but even more frequently, just like people and Oda in the SBS are constantly referring to Frankie as a pervert, and I don't <laughs> I don't actually know why. Like, I think it's mostly that he pants. doesn't wear pants. And he doesn't wear yeah, pants, but he's on a crew with Sanji. Like, how it's could different types of pervert. How could Frankie it's being deep. a pervert even register when when he exists in proximity to Sanji? It's more like exhibitionist, I, but I guess. But yeah. he yeah. but he doesn't seem yeah. to be conscious of it. Like he no. doesn't He just lives his life. Yeah, that's what's that's what's great about him. Queen uh, is instantly pacified and begins to blush, telling Frankie that he better be her boyfriend after that. Well, yeah, she instant shoujo eyes. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. you know, relatable. Like, who doesn't who doesn't want Frankie to be her boyfriend? He stole my lips. He's he's spoken for though. Sorry, lady. Uh, 
Who would like to read Frankie and say in your pain? Oh, no. Oh, give me somebody. <laughs> you want to take Frankie? Yeah. All right, who's taking Senor Pink then? Now, Tyler, yeah, this reading has to include the beginning of the fight. Oh, those yeah, those panels need to be read. It's all of it. Good, I'm just making sure. <laughs> Don't blame him, manager. It's your fault for getting involved. But Senor Pink... When a woman tries to interfere in a fight between men, how else should she be silenced? A young lady shouldn't get all worked up over a measly little kiss or two. You said it. Falling in love with a kid? I get, get a, a nasty, nasty hangover. hangover. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fucking go. I ain't letting you destroy the factory. If you're a man's man, prove it with your fists. A wheel man's fight is about to begin. <laughs> Diaper bombs. <laughs> Nipple light special. <laughs> Oh. A real man's fight. <laughs> Diaper bomb. So silly. I can't. I can't. I spent all of these these past volumes trying to figure out like how I was supposed to feel about Senor Pink, and then this happened. It's like okay, now I think I I think I get it. Yeah, he's the best. Oda is just very, very, very committed to the bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Also, the back of his shirt says, don't cry. Yeah, don't cry. It's so good. Don't cry. Let's, Let's baby. baby. Don't cry. <laughs> I mean, I, I would wear a crop top with those words. <laughs> Never has, uh, uh, I don't know any other author who could make Let's Baby sound like a threat. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Oda has done it. Uh, the factory Tentatas call in and report to Leo that Mansherry is missing. So Viola uses her powers to scour over the palace for the Tontata princess. Uh, Riku is certain that Doflamingo won't have killed her because she apparently has a very useful power. What could that be? Yeah. Uh, we see that in a certain room of the palace, she is locked away, weeping, begging for Leo to come and save her. Whoa. Mm. Is this a romance? Oh my goodness. No, he thinks she's shitty. Remember? <laughs> yeah. She uh, so hates her guts. She's self-centered and... Nothing good about her. I mean, that sounds like any start of a Hallmark Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, I've read Gideon the Ninth. <laughs> <laughs> While Viola searches, Kinemon and Conjuro arrive atop the wall and notify Usopp that they saw a great horde of people trying to climb up it. So naturally, Conjuro drew a net for them to climb up, not knowing that they were trying to capture Usopp. Oh fuck! Well, I don't, I don't know why he thought this was a good idea, even even <laughs> though he didn't know what was going on. Well, those other people needed to be let up, so I guess that's just what we're doing today. We're just helping people up places. Okay. <laughs> he's like he's got a taste for it. He did it once, and now... I, I think, Yeah, I think I'm really getting on a roll with ladders. Yeah, my my style is with, really developing. With, with, I just with, really want to work on ladders. With, yeah. I think that facilitating <laughs> vertical commute, commute is my, my passion. Uh, that's an X mark. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, what is an X mark? <laughs> facilitating vertical passage. Uh, what? Is my, is my passion. 
specifically Fonjiro doing so. Mm. He's very passionate about it. Uh, Viola finally spots Mansherry, locked away when Leo remembers as the punishment room. Uh, Basically, it's where King Riku would put Viola and the Tantadas in timeout for playing pranks, and Leo remembers it well. That's wild there was a special room for that. My house, it was just at the base of the stairs, so everybody had to, like, look at you shamefully as they walked upstairs or downstairs. The pillory. Suddenly, Bartolomeo is blasted out of the sky from below by bombs created by Gladius. Robin's stag beetles also get caught in the blast, and she starts to fall from the sky. Uh, Viola makes a startling discovery while surveying the land. Having spotted the strange nutcracker knights, she realizes that Sugar is awake already and is inside the palace. Oh, Sugar. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sugar is indeed up and about and freaks out when she sees a Don Quixote goon with a particularly long nose. This poor guy, he's so confused. Out of spite, she transforms him into another headcracker doll. Oh, dear. I I appreciate that when... Usopp finds out he's like no I told I that should have knocked her out for like two or three days at least even though right. he was unconscious <laughs> he calls it his special facial jack in the yeah. attack <laughs> uh, Sugar says I'm so sorry young master just give me a bit of time and I'll return the whole country back into toys starting with that detestable long nose and the rest of the straw hat crew the meddling kids yeah uh, back with Luffy and Cavendish, we learn why Sugar called them headcracker dolls when one of the knights takes a chomp on Farul's head. Jesus Christ! Jesus boy! So brutal. So scary. This is a nightmare. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luffy and Cavendish hop off of the horse to fight the dolls while Law laments still being handcuffed. We can have my powers. It's fine. <laughs> Robin and Bartolomeo fall out of the sky, still being followed by Gladius. Robin does not fall, excuse me, sir. She falls with style. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Then Robin and Bardo form up next to one another, telling Luffy and Law to continue up the hill to meet with Rebecca, who has the key to the cuffs. At the top of the Flowerfield Hill, where the palace now resides, Rebecca and the Tentatas come face to face with Diamante, who had been awaiting Luffy and Law. Waiting for her. This is such a beautiful panel. In a From Soft Boss (laughs) Arena. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Oh, a hundred percent. It's the end of Metal Gear 3. (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) I I was thinking it. Jeez. The fields of sunflowers. It's like Diamante's got that sort of petal motif on his cape. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Around his head. I wonder if he's he's related to Crocus. Uh No, because the petal's a part of his head. Just part of his cape. It's fashion. Uh, Using his barrier abilities, Bartolomeo creates a staircase up the hill for Luffy, making the rest of the journey a breeze. Well, he can do that? Sure. Why not? It just seems like a stretch (laughs) of the the term barrier. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess that's all about training your devil fruit, is is, is stretching the concept as far as it'll go. I'm Theo. (laughs) Is it weirder than Kuma? No. <laughs> I think Kuma has set a bar. Like there's, there's like a there's like an uncanny valley of stretching the imagination where like when it's so far you'd just like, yep, that's what it is. But sure, when it's sure. only a little bit outside the realm of imagination, you can object. Mm-hmm. 
be like, now wait a second. Uh, unfortunately, <clears throat> this leaves Bardo susceptible to attack because there is a limit to how much barrier he can create at any given time. Cool, cool. And he used all of it for the stairs. And he gets t- taken out by uh, uh, by a pop pop bomb, the resounding warm on a Cavendish asks why Bardo would do that, and he says, uh, I'd be happy to die for Mr. Luffy's sake. And Robin Cavendish agrees. Says, You're such a handful. <laughs> <laughs> And and I want to I want to establish I want to put a put a finer point on that. Cavendish just said that someone is a drama queen <laughs> and is high maintenance. Well, it's the kind of thing that like when you do it, you're a drama queen, but when I do it, I'm noble. And, I'm cool, and graceful. Yeah. Uh, Robin <clears throat> Robin agrees, saying, "I understand how you feel, Rooster. Our captain is worth the risk of our lives." In every situation, Luffy is the trump card that leads us to victory. Yeah. Uh, She summons her gigantesco mano and tells Gladio that he won't lay a hand on Luffy while Barto Another amazing panel. Yes. And I am am united with Barto in his reaction. (laughs) Hell yeah! (laughs) Yeah, Robin. Who would like to read Fujitora and Sabo? Mm. I mean, I love being Fujitora, but if somebody else wants a turn, I'm happy to let them. I'll, I'll go for Sabo. Alright. Strange fella, ain't ya? Isn't your aim here to stop the Navy? <sighs> How long are you gonna play dumb? Well, shucks! <laughs> I figured you might spare some sympathy for a poor old blind man. I don't discriminate. <laughs> <laughs> now you gone and scared me. Guess you ain't the number two of the revolutionaries for nothing. But I got my own standing to uphold, so no hard feelings. Gravity blade. Raging tiger. Sideways gravity? Here we go. This is more like it. What is he plotting? Whether I roll snake eyes or boxcars, I'm fitting to wager my life here. And there ain't no point to the roll if you lose the die beforehand. What a mysterious man. Yeah. Like, it's really cool. I have yeah. no idea what he means. What are you really talking cool. about? Yeah. yeah. I, it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's cool, but what? <laughs> Sabo is awesome, too, though. Yeah. Yes. Sabo's so cool. I'm extremely pleased that Sabo grew up to be cool. <laughs> not dead. That also. I, let me, you know, yeah, let me adjust that statement. I'm very pleased that Sabo grew up. Uh, I like it, like, it's not that surprising, but I do appreciate that uh, Fujitora can control the direction of the gravity. Yeah. Yeah, he's what? Awesome. He can just oh. eat you into space. Yeah, yeah if he wants. Fucking. It doesn't just shit. go down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Seth Sanson Volano, Truthless Absolutely. of Shinovar, has entered the chat. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, God. That's a that's a uh, that's a Brandon Sanderson joke for uh, the three of you. <laughs> Stormlight thing, yeah. Rebecca finds herself unable to stand up to Diamante, who prepares to gun her down just like her mother. When Kiros arrives to save the day, oh snap! He tells his daughter that starting today, she need not have to fight anymore. Uh, Luffy and Law rush up to the staircase, pursued by a nutcracker, arms outstretched, asking Rebecca for the key. 
Exit stage right, pursued by a nutcracker. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, Trafalgar Law is freed. Finally. Oh, yeah. I love how, like, understated it is. We just get, like, a teeny tiny little panel of of the op-op room. Yep. And and the nutcracker is just getting disintegrated. (laughs) (laughs) And then he puts his hood up for some reason. Over his hat. (laughs) It makes him feel safe. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Buddy. Law is such a dork. <laughs> I, love, I love it. Kiros asks if he can leave Doflamingo's defeat in their hands, and they tell him, of course. We've been telling you to do that this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad the SBS gave us a field guide as to how to differentiate between... Uh, what a Sanji and, and what a Zoro. That's love really it. good. That's so good. My favorite one is probably the mouth. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. 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 Subtle difference. Virtually the same, but like one has the has the line on the edge slightly <laughs> off. Yeah, one is attached and one is, one is not. Uh, Finally, Luffy puts his hat back on. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Law uses his powers to warp himself and Luffy into the palace. Uh, and oh. also to finally remove the bullets that Doflamingo pumped him full of. <laughs> Jesus oh, there's Christ. There's a quick moment that I want to point out with Luffy. Um, first of all, it's that he puts his hat on when he tells Rebecca that his name isn't Lucy. It ain't Lucy. Uh, it's it ain't when he's Lucy. saying, I'm Luffy, the man who will be king of the pirates. Um, and also, like, I love that, you know, we know that Luffy really doesn't give a shit about who his dad is. Yeah. But he understands that that's an important thing for other people. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So yeah. So it's like happy for Rebecca. It's like good you for met you. Your dad. you. met your dad. You met your dad. It was her dream. <laughs> Unfortunately, unbeknownst to them, uh, Sugar lurks nearby with an outstretched hand, ready for her revenge. Oh, she looks. She looks ready to kill. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. She says, "It took me ten long years to make thousands upon thousands of little toy slaves, and in one instant, all of my hard work was undone." Revenge will be simple, just a brush of my hand, and it'll be as though you never existed. And the panel in those with those speech bubbles is so good at conveying, like, L- Luffy and Law have no idea that she is an issue. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even <laughs> they nearby. Do not, yeah, they do not understand a damn thing. And we now get my fucking favorite sequence in this whole volume. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, uh, yep. Hearing that I... Sugar is up and about at the palace, Usopp begins to panic. And we're just gonna read the rest of the chapter. Yes. <sighs> An X mark about 300 chapters <laughs> in the making. Uh, who wants to read Usopp, Kinemon, Riku, uh, Viola, and Miscellaneous? <laughs> I'll be someone who's a supporting player. I'll be anybody at all. I'll be Viola. Uh, Jason, do you want to do Usopp then? Sure. I'll be... Uh, Theo, you want to do Kinemon? Heck yeah! Uh, Justin, you want to do the king? Sure. And Dave, will you do any other miscellaneous that pops up? I was gonna say, it sounds good. Alright. Do you understand the severity of the situation? Just a few minutes ago, I got chills down my back when I realized that Robin had been a toy! Meaning that I never even knew I'd forgotten her! If Sugar touches him, we'll even forget about Luffy! I can't stand the idea that our comrades could disappear and we'd never even know it! We've gotta stop her! Oh, yes, but Sir Usopp, 
You cannot mean to snipe her from this distance. It is impossible. I can barely even glimpse the palace with the naked eye, and our foe is beyond its walls. You cannot see her. I don't care about the details. They're not answering their snail. We don't have time. I'm a sniper, and backup is where I shine. I shoot down the enemy by surprise to protect my people. There must be some way we can help. But what will shooting that over there do? Commander Tank, hack. Lend your help. We must protect Usopp. Father. Your Majesty. The citizens are nearly on our heels. I fear they are unhinged. They might even attack me. But I want you I want you to ensure that none of them are injured. It is a difficult order, Your Majesty. All we need is enough time for him to shoot. Thanks, King Dude! <laughs> <laughs> Usopp, Sugar is approaching them now. They're on the same floor. Don't lose sight of them. Your all-seeing eye is my only guide. Made it. There they are. King Riku, Lady Viola, Kinemon, God Usopp. Seize them <laughs> all God. and hand them to Flamingo. <laughs> we must help turn back the tide. I. Very good face on Contro. <laughs> Who is that little kid? Sugar's in the courtyard. None of us will flee. Stop right here, my people. Father! Don't get distracted! Ah, uh, I'm sorry. Tell me exactly where in the courtyard she is. Do you see the windows on the outer wall of the palace? Yeah. I can see Straw Hat through the window, just to the right of the center. There are bars on the window. How many bars? One vertical, three across. The bottom of the window is about four feet off the ground. Sugar's height is around the same. How big are the bottom panes? 20 inches wide, 16 inches tall. It's gonna be close. Sugar is right in front of them and closing. The target's beyond the wall. If I miss, Luffy's gone. Guess what, Luffy? I don't want to hit the seas without you, man. Who else is going to save this kingdom? Just you wait, sugar. Here goes. Super grown-up, great black Kabuto. You're not going to get away with this. What? What is this? I can, I can see their spirit. Luffy's there. Special long-range attack. Bagworm! Freeze from west east. Wind speed four. Slight tailwind. Two. Got him! First booster. Exploding star. Projectile rises. Rear end detaches. After two seconds, second booster fires. Wrapper falls. Projectile flies. Horizontal. Headed for the lower left pane of the window. And through the wall. And onward straight towards the target. But not for a direct hit. This special projectile. Reawaken trauma. (laughs) (laughs) Usopp, Usopp, you asshole. (laughs) But also, holy shit. It's so good. Sniping an unthinkable distance. Let me fucking tell you. I was literally so I read on my I read on my iPad, I was literally like hunched over, like <laughs> yeah. swiping and then swiping. I'm like I was I, that don't often happen to me with comics. I was literally yeah. like gripping the edge of my seat. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That happens I, a lot I with had one piece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead and keep going to the end of the chapter. Luffy, you don't need to know. As long as you're safe, just keep going. What is the point of drawing this thing? Uh, look, can you just make it into a doll? A doll? Miss Sugar! That was unbelievable, Usopp. How did you manage that? You're incredible. 
It was a success! You defeated Sugar! Is it true? I cannot believe it. What an incredible shock! Yeah, verily. Yeah, <laughs> dude. What, what, what is Kandra's deal? I don't know. Yeah, bro. Like, totally my verily mind, broham. Zounds, my bro. I bite my thumb at you. So, like, is 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 Wano just like that? <laughs> well, you have to wait and see. Like, is is Wano the South Galaxy of the One Piece world? <laughs> well, that's a powerful statement, Dave. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't. Barely. I, I don't know if I don't know if I hope that's accurate or not. <sighs> oh, good. And are they? They're both fine. They just made it to the top floor of the palace for the final battle. Uh, Dave, you wanna? <laughs> do, uh, can you can you do give you, us some? Di- oh, can yeah, you do sure. some, give We've us some Dave Flamingo? Yeah. I guess I might as well ask, just in case. Why are you here? To whoop your butt. <laughs> Ditto. What a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good chapter. And, yeah, it's really good. Voice. <laughs> you know what was my favorite part of that whole sequence? What's that? It was the panel under when Luffy, uh, Usopp is saying, Luffy, you don't need to know when like Luffy and Law are just kind of having a moment of like, wow, that sure was huh? a strange thing that happened. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I mean, you can fucking imagine that from their perspective. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 and, and we know they, that I, and we know that Luffy doesn't care. Right. But Law must be tearing his fucking hair out right there like on the other on the other side of where the camera is facing like what the fuck is going on today what the <laughs> he's like was that Usopp <laughs> did you just like they definitely shared a look right after this mm-hmm. yeah. just like did you did you see no maybe just what mm-hmm. weird things happen sometimes hmm when I was reading this weekly, I don't mind saying that uh, I cried. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, baby. Uh, I was just so proud of Usopp. Yeah. Uh, Usopp is so good. Usopp's so good. And to see him boy. develop observation hockey in real time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, so yeah. good. Yeah. He, so cool. And of course, that is what he, he would He developed have. observation hockey and sniped from an unthinkable distance. And also, his snipe was like a multi-stage rocket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. yeah. Like he did. So, so there was some hockey, fucking Kerbal sniping. Space Program in there too. Yeah, and and yeah, rocket science. Just, Just calculating on the fly. Yeah. Oh. I mean, when you think about it, rocket science is just sniping the moon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're and not then wrong. we and then we end a very good chapter. With a very good SPS. Oh my god, oh, yeah. I do not <laughs> deserve to be blessed in this way. <laughs> Alright, who's your favorite? I Yo. can't. All of them. <laughs> oh, Give me either, all of them. Either Crocodile or Mihawk mm. for me. I like well, Mihawk specifically color. Crocodile, because I got I got my quote from, from her with the with yeah. gender swap. Yeah. Yeah. I don't trust <laughs> anyone or anything, except for horoscopes. I, yeah. I do want to bring up that <clears throat> Hancock, you know, canonically, most attractive woman... Well, yeah, gender I, Ben Hancock. Oh. 
Just kind of looks like Law, and I just yeah. think it's a little interesting. <laughs> 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 Guy Hancock is a very realistic character. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I... Um, I don't. I don't like looking at at Lady Moria. <laughs> I do so fucking much. However, a little bow in her stitches. She's trees. She's trussed up like embroidery. She is definitely a. uh, She is definitely someone's uh, D and D character. Oh Oh, yeah. Um, Kuma is just like singing a little Christmas carol. (laughs) I I, I was like I was messaging Tyler while I was reading this. Just. Losing my fucking shit at Kuma. <laughs> if you had paid vacation I'd time, love... where would you go? If you had PTO, Mihawk was is definitely somebody's D and D character. This Lady Mihawk, yeah, <laughs> or a rogue, or a rogue trader character. And meanwhile, Lady Doflamingo is like the dictionary definition of chaos bisexual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh God. The Nutcracker toys begin to fall apart with Sugar redefeated. And it turns out that they were so big because there were actually stacks of multiple people in the same toy body. <laughs> As if she couldn't get fucking worse. Yeah, well, that's like it. That's not the horrible thing. The horrible thing is that I'm sorry, I can't remember the spiky hair guy's names for some reason. Gladius. Gladius, yes. Um, uh, the horrible thing is that Gladius reveals here in his internal monologue. He answers a question that I had been wondering about. <laughs> Do the ex- effects of the Hobby Hobby fruit that white people's erase people's memories uh, extend to Sugar's allies? And yes. the answer is yes. Uh, it, it did get a brief mention when uh, Cavendish was changed. Oh, did it? Um, because Cavendish was changed and Treble was explaining everything that had just happened to him. And he's like, even I don't remember who you are anymore. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's. I'm just telling you the rules now, toy. That makes it. That makes it even worse. As yeah, far yeah. as I'm concerned. Uh, yeah, especially that they decided sucks. to like get their own guys to do these. Right. Yeah. Like we know yeah, we're gonna forget about you. Yeah, they're all goons, and they were all terrified of being toys for the rest of their lives. But Gladius assures them that they would have been reverted back their normal bodies after the battle was over and neglects to mention that everyone had definitely forgotten they existed already. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh. Oops. Uh, we're going to read Luffy, Doflamingo, and Bellamy. Alright. Who's doing Bellamy? Because the others are taken. <laughs> yep. I'm always happy to do somebody. <laughs> You're concerned for him. More that you two fought back in Mocktown. So why did you get so chummy? The age of pirate pipe dreams is over. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care about the past. Let Bellamy go. That decision is for the victor. He came here for me to kill him. If I want to make it over the huge wave coming, I need a spot on Doflamingo's ship. I ain't gonna laugh at you anymore. Doflamingo's been like a hero to me since I was a kid. I respect him too much. This was your way of settling the score. You worshipped me on your own. And when things didn't go as you thought, you flipped out. There's no escaping the nature you're born with. And no matter where you go, Bellamy, 
you will never be anything more than a thug. <laughs> what are you talking about? Bellamy did change. Enough. Just kill me. Let go of him, Mingo. Straw Hat, no. Luffy kicks at Doflamingo, who simply shifts Bellamy's face in the way of the attack. And oh, Luffy oh instantly no. apologizes. <laughs> so sad. Uh, Law tries to remind Luffy that provoking and manipulating are Doflamingo's specialty, and he needs to control his anger around him. He says he is callous and calculating, and he will seize on the tiniest instant of weakness. <laughs> callous? As it happens, I'm actually exceedingly angry. Just think about all the things you've done. You start by destroying my SAD on podcast. You attacked Virgo and Moonbeam, and abducted Caesar. Here in Dressrosa, you freed all of the toys, and now your people are going after my smile factory. I've had enough. I'm so furious. All I can do is laugh. <laughs> and now you think you can come right after me. It's been a royal mess since you. It's as though all the desperation of what happened 13 years ago is flooding back. If it wasn't for that incident, I would have never come back for revenge. If it wasn't for that incident, you'd be right here as the third Corazon. Black Knight! Uh, Doflamingo creates another body double to attack Law, so Luffy begins to target the real one, uh, only to be sliced at by Bellamy, who is also under Doflamingo's string control. Oof. Law tells Luffy that the only way he can stop Bellamy now is to beat him unconscious, but Luffy refuses because they're friends now. Aww. Maybe, maybe it is a little like Dragon Ball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he tells Law, I'm doing it now. And Law reminds him that that was their secret plan, but Luffy won't be deterred. He begins to run directly at Law, reaching out an attack as if he's about to hit Law with it. And at the moment before impact... Law uses his powers to swap places with Doflamingo while his guard is down. <laughs> and then Luffy plows directly into Dofi with a gum gum red hawk. Boom! Yeah, that kicks oh. ass. Oh, that kicks ass. It's so good. <laughs> and I, I love the panel of Law sitting in Doflamingo's chair and then just peeking up at Treble. <laughs> 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 love it. I love to shitter. see it. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually dumb, motherfucker. It's the Dittatili versus the Diddly Law then carves up Treble before he can realize what's going on and calls out Straw Hat, you're the worst. And Luffy reminds him. Hey, you're in the same generation. <laughs> get him! You get are his ass. also the worst. Oh, we're millennials. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, I love, uh, I love Law carving up um, Treble to the point where we see his, his yucky like snot hanger gets cut off, yeah. <laughs> and his his cane gets bisected into many pieces. Mm-hmm. We learn that. Um... Oda is not on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. not interested. Good for him. It's for the best. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have time. No! <laughs> Honestly, genuinely, yeah. <laughs> uh, at the bottom of the hill, Koala chews out Sabo for getting in a fight with a Navy Admiral, 
and for the incredible risk that he just put on the revolutionaries. But apparently, Fujitora disengaged from the fight amicably, saying, We're actually birds of a feather here. The Navy can't be the hero of this country. It ain't our place. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, he decided, instead, to gamble on the outcome of the battle between pirates, knowing that Lady Luck was on his side. Also, Sabo uh, that... seems to have a little bit of the gum-gum fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo-ho-ho. It's rubbing off on him. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, back with Usopp's group, even though the townspeople had climbed up and bound him and King Riku, they suddenly cut them free, saying, We can't. We shouldn't be doing this. For ten long years, we hated King Riku. For the one night, he was manipulated by Doflamingo. We praised our pirate ruler. Even after learning the truth, we looked for salvation through his game. We don't even know what we're doing anymore. What's going to happen to this country? Ugh. They ask King Riku to lead them again, asking what they should do, and he tells them, Why don't we wait and see? He thinks to himself that even he is starting to believe in Luffy. Uh, Fujitora sits nearby, rolling dice around in a cup, and he says, Dressrosa once stood as a symbol of peace. I'm not going to let it fall into war. I'm laying a straight bet on straw. As it happens, King Riku, you and I are betting the same line. Man, Fujitora, what a badass. Fujitora feels like a character who escaped from Fallout in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, back at the palace, Doflamingo dusts himself off after the Red Hawk and Law shouts at Luffy that he told him they should have saved it for the finishing blow, because now he won't fall for it again. Uh, Law continues to amputate Treble, but is caught in the back by strings from Dofi's double. Uh. Doflamingo kicks Luffy around, and then catches his arms with string, tying them behind his back, sending him careening into a slice from Bellamy. Uh, and Dave, go ahead. <laughs> Just unleash Dave. <laughs> <laughs> You remember my least favorite thing in the world, Law. It's being looked down upon. In fact, you miserable brats thought for even an instant that you could actually beat me as the highest disgrace. Understand this. I am of the noblest blood in the world. A celestial dragon. I possessed the rarest of powers, nobility by birth. However, one day my father decided that our family of four should give up the greatest power there is and come live in this cesspool of a world. What a stupid, stupid man. Father, where are the slaves? Let us go buy something. Father, why don't they prostrate before me? Father, why are we being chased? It's a celestial dragon family. Don't kill him yet. Let him suffer long and hard. And what do you think happened? I witnessed both heaven and hell by the age of ten. So I killed my father, the root of my suffering, and took his head back to Mary Jaw. But the celestial dragons in heaven would not take back anyone from the line of traitors. There was no escape from this hell. And that's when I that I would destroy everything they hold dear about the world they control. The lives you've led cannot compare to what I've been through. I don't have time to waste with you miserable brats. Oh, man. Oh, man. 
Oh, who is this? Jesus. Who is this Dave Strider child? I don't know where you're. I don't know what you were. Where you were going with that one, Jay? Like ba- baby, baby Flamingo looks like a looks like a tiny little Dave. Oh, he kind of he kind of does. In appearance, sunglasses. He kind of does. Yeah. I just. Oh Jesus! Oh, man, I I love. I, I don't know if. Hmm. I may save my thoughts for at the end because I just sure. I love where this is going and the contrast yeah. with Law and with same. Luffy. I just ah! yeah, same. It's a nice SBS. I always appreciate it when they make him panic. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody has picked up on the new naming scheme for the uh, the admirals. Interesting. Oh, because um, Momotaro fought Oni, and. Um, Oni had tiger pelts and uh, bull horns, so maybe the tiger and bull, as forces, may oppose the the government as it is. Very interesting. Uh, We're going to keep reading Doflamingo, Luffy, and Law. Okay. 761, starting on page 5. Can you even imagine what humans would do to a fallen celestial dragon? All humans are vicious by nature. What are you talking about, fake Mingo? <sighs> Let's get these executions underway. Starting with you. There's something that still doesn't add up here. You're a former celestial dragon who fell from the grace of Mary Joie. So how do you still wield their power? Just this morning, you mobilized CP0 into action. <laughs> you really want to know that? Just before you die. It's because I know all about a crucial treasure that exists within sacred Mary Joa. And the very fact of its existence would shake the world to its foundations. To them, I was the worst kind of fugitive. One with an ace up his sleeve. Once the Celestial Dragon realized they couldn't kill me, they quite cooperated. If only I'd had the power of the Apophu in my grasp. On that specific day, years ago, I would have been able to make use of Mary Joa's treasure to seize true world power. That is how powerful and useful and valuable those powers are. Not only for the personality switching ceremony, but one even greater ability. Do you know what that is? In the hands of a skilled enough user, the op-op fruit has the ability to fulfill mankind's longest and oldest dreams. Many call it the ultimate devil fruit for this reason. Yes, I'm aware of that. I just have no interest in using it. The ultimate ability of these powers is to give the gift of eternal life, the immortality operation. But in performing it, the surgeon loses their own life. <laughs> That's right. I had no intention of letting you eat the fruit. You replayed my patronage with betrayal. Diamante's sword, Lao Chi's martial arts, Gladius's artillery. We taught you everything you know about battle. That's right. And the reason I'm alive now is Korra. I am grateful, actually. You gave me the power to take you all down. Uh, so we're going to begin a flashback, but uh, because it's such a quick mention, I didn't want to breeze past it. It's interesting that he would specifically point out the personality switching surgery. 
I was wondering mm. about that. Aww. Out of all of Law's powers, why is that the one that Doflamingo's interested in? Mm. I mean, it's incredibly... I don't know, it seems pretty straightforward to me. It's fucking bonkers. <laughs> it is. Yeah. But I, I just don't know what his, uh, his uh, intentions would be with it. There's an infinite number of uses for that, man. I mean, that's kind of a... It, uh, an eternal life lo- fruit light like you just switch personality yeah, into sure. your own body yeah, yeah I was wondering well, like could you maybe. use the op op fruit to like continually Captain Ginyu yourself into different <laughs> bodies I don't know if you could do it to yourself no I don't know yeah. if Locke can Cause, switch his personality the, into somebody else no the or and even if he could it would only work once because right. the other body doesn't right. have the fruit yeah but you can make other people immortal by default sort of uh. Hmm. Hmm. But same limitation. Uh, so we flash back to the North Blue 16 years ago in the port town of Spider Miles in the garbage dump where a young Trafalgar Law met Treble and Diamante asking to meet with Doflamingo. I like Treble's Young hat. Treble is... <laughs> <laughs> young Treble is just a, is just a booger. A living booger. <laughs> He's Absolutely. just a living booger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love I love uh, young Treble and Diamante like these fucking '80s rockers. <laughs> I, yeah, giving getting like a lot of like Mick Jagger vibes. Oh yes, yes sure. very got those big mm-hmm. lips. This entire it's been it's good in the whole series um, and his you know ability and he's shown it off in the SBS a few times. But I feel like this arc is particularly good in like how it shows time passing. Mm-hmm. Through stuff like this, oh, absolutely, people, a lot of people in like completely different phases of their lives, like different senses of style, depending yeah. on how old they are. It's, it's really neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we meet tiny baby, literally little kid, <laughs> Buffalo and Baby Five. Oh, they're mm-hmm. so little. They are very mm-hmm. little. Is Buffalo a Sky Island? Oh, he's oh, he's style. got the little the oh, little antennas. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. really look like it anymore when he grows up, but. Yeah. Really looks like it here. Hmm. Law told them that his family used to run a clinic before he was orphaned, so he knows how to read medical charts. And he had determined that he only had three years and two months left to live. So, in that time, he wanted to kill as many people as he could and destroy everything he saw. He's valid. I'm not going to say killing everyone you see is self-care. I'm really not. A lot of things are. I'm not this one. Tonight. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm saving my thoughts for the end. Yeah. Diamante told him that while they do accept kids onto the crew, most ran crying within two days. And this was due to Doflamingo's klutzy, mute younger brother, Corazon, who hated kids and always chased them off. Uh, I knowing seeing what we see at the end of the volume, I love him already. Uh. Uh, the first time Cora met Law, he picked him up by the head and threw him out a window. After like falling down in the doorway threshold, slapping Baby Five and and Buffalo, Tri- sitting down tripping, in the chair, falling like backwards times. in the chair, spitting hot tea out of his mouth, and making Buffalo and Baby Five laugh a whole lot. Yeah, and then. And, and all, and after doing all of this ridiculous nonsense, he gets up on one knee and lights a cigarette as if he's the coolest person in the world. I love him. Left side, yeah, of his a face cigarette on that fire. then lights yeah. his coat on fire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ! What a guy! What a what a hero! <laughs> uh, Law swore that day that he would kill Corazon, 
We get a fantastic two-page spread of all of the Don Quixote officers, as they were ten years ago, having dinner together. Not just dinner. Let's have fucking, like, pizza with clams on yeah. it. Oh it's a pizza god. party. <laughs> what the heck is this pizza? Oh my god, I just a noticed Baby Dellinger. Baby Dellinger oh was about to god. say it. I just noticed that too. Literal Baby Dellinger. He's got a little bottle. Yeah. yeah. Knowing Giola, probably why he doesn't bottle... remember law that well. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, oh my no... God. knowing Giola, that um, that bottle is definitely full of rosé. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, to raise a cultured child. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this phase of his life, uh, Lao Ji wore a a bunny hat. Yeah. A very yeah. big bunny hat. Uh, hey guys. Through... Yeah. Yo, what's up? What uh, the fuck happened to Senor Pink? <laughs> I, that was my uh, next yeah, point. Absolutely. Uh, I just bodies, I wrote bodies change I, as we age. It's I, fine. I, I just wrote to, what I wrote in my notes. This man is, is twenty five years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I wrote in my notes is this is uh, Senor Pink before he had his lifestyle change. <laughs> yeah, something drastic must have happened to him because he used to dress just like a mafioso. Yes. Before he was a baby man. B- before he decided to baby. <laughs> before he began to baby. <laughs> Before he proceeded to baby. <laughs> uh, Law was informed by Doflamingo that anyone who so much as scratched his younger brother would die by his hands. I mean, he calls him his precious blood, which brings to mind like what Sa- Sabo said when when he called Ace and Luffy his precious brothers. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Mockvice noticed that Law's skin was overly pale, and Giola identified it as white lead disease, which she claimed was contagious. Doflamingo chewed her out for believing in rumors, and corrected her that white lead is a toxin, and doesn't spread from person to person. Don't get your medical information from Facebook! No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Giola does give Giola off energy, would. doesn't she? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> she... Yeah. Doflamingo asked Law how he managed to escape from Flevance, to which Law said he hid in a mound of bodies to sneak over the border. Uh, Doflamingo asked him what he bared his grudge against, and Law replied, I don't believe in anything anymore. Uh, Some days later, curious about the White Town, Baby Five asked Gladius about it, and he explained... Uh, and now I'm just going to read the entire story of White Town to everybody. <laughs> story time. Uh, that's what people called the kingdom of Flevance. It was a very wealthy country with pure white soil and plants, like some kind of snow kingdom in a fairy tale. They say it had an unearthly beauty about it. Eventually, they discovered a type of metal in the country's bedrock called white lead. Mm. That was the source of its fantastical beauty. They used that white lead to fashion tableware, dyes, sweeteners, cosmetics, even weapons. The high quality of these white lead products drew attention from all over the world, and that propelled Flevance into a booming center of industry. Even the greedy world government got into the trade, ferrying around their products. Their white lead was a bottomless well of money. The white town was a symbol of glamour to the people the world over. Uh, Gee, however, for glamour. It, <laughs> I mean, like, I I feel like something happened to Lao Ji, too. <laughs> like, he's got, like, a he's got a bunny hat, and he has, like, a monogram tracksuit covered in the word, the letter G. He just loves G. He, I... Pick his thing. 
Lauji is an escaped Homestuck OC. As a kid, he had the same episode of Sesame Street, just on loop. They only had one tape. Yeah, they only had the one VHS. It is interesting how much the ages differ across the Don Quixote Pirates. Yeah. So you have a guy like Lauji who is already, like, I don't know, he's got to be in his late 30s or something at this point. Or maybe um, this that. was, yeah, he's he's got to be like sixties uh, at this point. Maybe this oh. was only like a uh, almost two t- uh, twenty years ago. I guess you're right. Yeah. Uh, could I uh, could I do a little um, little science aside? Sure. Because uh, I was curious as to any like real world parallels to something like white lead. Because mm-hmm. I feel like this is the way the story is going. It's very much like a you know. You know, old dyes were actually just made of poison, stuff like that. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like any kind um, of, like, strip mining operation that, like, washes heavy metals into the water supply. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm like, sweeteners? Surely not. And then... <laughs> so, there's a chemical called lead acetate, oh, uh, no. also called sugar of lead, um, which ironically is a salt, but has a sweet flavor. Um, the ancient Romans used this compound to sweeten their wine, and they called it sapa. Oh. It didn't go well, because it was lead. Uh. <laughs> Oops. Uh, while we're on this brief aside, I just want to appreciate these panels of Doflamingo. Yeah. At the bottom of the page. Yeah. Where, yeah, yeah. like the the book over his face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Having a snooze. It is, like, I don't know, it just expresses so much about him to yeah. me. Yeah. Well, it, and it's interesting. It wasn't. That it's interesting that yeah, he's reading forward. a book about Flevents after you know, a kid from Flevents showed up. Like, oh, I guess right. I better learn about this. Well, and he already knew about it to an extent, but now he's brushing up on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that he cares even that much is fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> to it, me, it, yeah. it is. It, it is very um, inconveniently humanizing of a show. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of that. Yeah. For Doflamingo. Yeah, him of all people yeah. to pick to do this with. But yeah. we'll, we'll talk more about it. At the end we of the, sure uh, will. <laughs> and we also we also see very specifically his glasses. Yeah, a couple times mm-hmm. showing his glasses are not in his face, and you cannot see his face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, it no longer exists. A century ago, when the white lead industry first began, the world government surveyed the land thoroughly. Even then, they knew its true nature. It was a toxic poison. Substance posed little harm if left in the ground, but once handled, it slowly ate away at the human body. Blinded by the incredible wealth of what they were sitting on, the government and royalty knowingly hid the truth. The people continued to extract white lead, ignorant of its dangers. It's giving me, like, Radium Girls vibes. Radium Girls, yeah. Like, all of Uh, Appalachia coal mining. mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Flint, Michigan. Just every... Yeah. Its toxic qualities were actually rather slight, but therein lies the true danger of this story. Say that one young man slowly accumulated the lead within his body through his work. When he had a son, the child's life would already be shortened at birth. And when that son grew into an adult and had his own children their lifespan would be even shorter. This effect carried over generations until it reached Law's generation. Children faded to die out before they reached adulthood. By the time the world realized the great peril posed by the white lead, it was already too late. Grandparents, parents, children, 
Because of the shifting lifespans, each generation began to feel the effects around the same time. Skin and hair grew pale and white, entire bodies racked with pain as the death count rose and rose. Every doctor was helpless to stem the tide. When they saw everyone in the white town dying out from the same symptoms, the neighboring countries assumed that white lead disease was infectious, so they blocked off access in all directions, and isolated the white town. With the world government's help, the royals all fled the country, leaving their people behind. When the citizens of the white town tried to flee for safety and medical help, they were treated like monsters sprung from their cages and shot on sight. A textbook case of sweeping trouble under the rug. After all, the suffering of disease is their problem, not ours, a very human reaction. But Flevins didn't take this lying down. They had plenty of lead on hand, including bullets. Soon, war erupted, and now that the neighbors had a proper justification to strike back, they did so without mercy. Jesus. <sighs> uh, Law, as a child, had been studying medicine under his father and mother's tutelage at their family hospital. He also had a younger sister named Lammy, who had taken ill sooner than he had. Uh, a nun overseeing the evacuation of children asked if Law wanted to come on the ship with them, but he elected to stay behind with his sister. She told him, There's no need for despair. There is always a merciful hand of salvation waiting to help. Hmm. Unfortunately, that didn't make itself apparent to Law. His mother, father, and sister, the nun and all of the children, were gunned down, civilian casualties of the war. And Law's family hospital was burned to the ground. Team, I was not ready for that page turn. Nope. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, I've... A, it's a rough one. It's a rough one, team. This uh, is a rough series content of Content warning everything. for... Yeah. Yeah, warning for, uh, like, d dead kids in frame. Yeah. Because I thought it was going to be a thing where, like, they, like, O'Hara were like, oh, we board the boat, and then, oh, no, an explosion, the, the boat blows up. I was not expecting to turn the page and see the nun and dozens of children gunned down in the streets. Yeah, and, 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 uh, and like, and a second mm. panel showing, like, Law in, like, this class photograph followed by all of the kids, like, some of whose heads are, like, in multiple pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. just, to, just to make it clear in case you didn't get it. Yeah. Cleveland's uh, the white town crumbled to dust, and in the end, it was by human hands. Uh, back in the regular flashback, Law snuck up behind Corazon and stabbed him with a knife. Unfortunately, uh, Buffalo spotted Law doing it and swore that he would tell the young master. Why is Corazon reading the newspaper in a junkyard? <laughs> Why not? I mean, he likes to read his paper. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then we start the next chapter. <sighs> the chapter title of which is Declaration of Humanity. Where? Show yeah. me the proof. <laughs> 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 Bring yeah, you need to me prove it the if you receipts. Say that. <laughs> and the first fucking panel is like a man and two children being hung by strings from like windows on a wall. Oh, yeah, no. being lynched at their in, home in crucified positions. Because of course. Oh God! Oh God! I just realized. So um, so this is um, this is a young Do Flamingo. We're about to find out. Yeah. Um, as one of the children. Uh oh, he's being strung up like a puppet. Like a puppet. Oh my god. Reenacting his trauma on innocent survivors. 
uh, conveniently blindfolded so we don't see his face. What kind of Sharingan are we going to see from this man? <laughs> well, we see one of his eyes. We in, do. In we are the strangest part. We already yeah. have that. It's Mihawk. It's... Hmm. No, it's just it's just blocking his humanity. It's so we don't... It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the window to the soul. Uh-huh. Mm. It's him, like, hiding himself. That window is Empty. closed with bars over it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> townspeople relished in the opportunity to finally exact revenge on some celestial dragons, especially former celestial dragons, so there would be no repercussions for lynching them. Um, there's there's something that hits a little different when you see a someone launching what appears to be a crossbow at a blindfolded child strung up on a wall. Yeah. And mm-hmm. there's something especially... F- like fiendish about the kid being blindfolded and thus not being able to anticipate said arrow in any not that you could do anything about it but in any capacity yeah. it's, it's just ooh i mean what it's a rough chapter zoda like, these these townsfolk like have truly horrific grievances to bring to the table like and, there is nobody not crying in these panels right uh, like yeah. you know, one person's like kids were five and two years old and were shot down for walking across celestial dragon's path. We have somebody whose daughter was taken for a slave, and and upon coming home committed suicide three days later. Yikeroonies! Yeah, uh, and then Ooh, somebody yep. else who was a slave, like it just somebody was burned alive. They took like, his eyes for sport. Yeah, so it, it's like they they do have a point. <laughs> But it, also, like, it it's is just, a very much a hurt people, hurt people thing. Oh, a hundred percent. This is all like cycle of violence. Yeah, yeah, and and, mm-hmm. uh, and again, I'll have thoughts for the end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it it's a kind of emotion that reaches like a deep into like a very potent and nasty cocktail of of feelings and emotions in the, mm-hmm. in the human body. Uh, one man in the crowd shouted at them. But you might as well be gods, isn't that right? You're different from us humans. This isn't nearly enough to kill you, is it? This is what you get for treating humanity like writhing maggots. Do you have any idea what pain, what sadness, what suffering really are? Do you, celestial dragons? Doflamingo woke from this nightmare of the events from his childhood in a cold sweat. And there is one panel where we do see his eye. And it's just a normal eye. Just yeah. a normal just a, just panicked an eye. Uh, human eye. Yeah. And that's just the worst thing of all, yeah, that he it's... puts on this, like, sexy, grotesque mask. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we flash back again even further to 33 years ago in Sacred Mary Joie. This is a, this is a matryoshka flashback. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. Mm-hmm. A flash trio. I'm gonna need a guide for when, like, chartreuse <laughs> panel gutters come up. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> Also, unfortunately, humanizing are the panels of Doflamingo just chugging that bottle and smashing it. A hundred percent. This is... Absolutely. Yep. God damn. That's, that's a thing that humans do. That's a response people uh, have to trauma. I'm, I'm flipping this panel around. His uh, cupping mechanism of choice is apparently this brand. Also, like I just love I the detail of his that. coat hung up on the wall. Because that's so much a part of his character design. Like it's just weird that he can he, take that off. Yeah, yeah. he's so. How did he so mm-hmm. small? He's so small. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's ah! just a little guy. 
Hey, wait a minute. Hey, what? He did it again, what? didn't he? Did what? What? The panel of the eyes. No. Yeah. no. Oh, Damn it. Sake. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good point. A clo close <laughs> eye. Open, open left eye, eye closed. Ah. Oh, man. So, the open eye that we see from Doflamingo waking up is the, uh, the right eye. But in the yeah. panel before it, we see his sunglasses eye as a child. And it's the left eye. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jeez. Mm -hmm. <laughs> with, with flames in the there lenses, let us not overlook. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I have also started wondering what it means, because didn't didn't Sanji's hair flip? It did. So what does it mean that his left eye used to be covered and now it's not? Right. I hope we get into it. Was he was he blind? <laughs> but now he's me too, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> but when it flipped, he got super horny and terrible. In right. Indeed. <laughs> so. Keep that left eye closed. Is that and the moral? You'll be, yeah. The uh, left the eye's other... the horny eye. <laughs> <laughs> in, 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 it's in local superstition. <laughs> uh, the other celestial dragons asked Saint Don Quixote Homing if he had gone mad, because Doflamingo's father had decided to give up his title and property to leave the sacred land and go live with humans, saying, because we are humans, we always have been. This weird space outfit. Yeah. <laughs> and his all... hair. <laughs> yeah, they all have, make me think of Sky Islanders here. With the hairstyle. Bit. Yeah, just a little <laughs> bit. I don't know. Uh, also, just a fun fact from the uh, Funimation dub. Uh, Don Quixote's father is voiced by Dr. Eggman from Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> no he way. Had, well, he, had, he, had to, he had to get in here somehow. Yeah. Yosh. <laughs> uh, they moved to a kingdom in the North Blue, unaffiliated with the world government, and were then left to survive on their own. Also, real quick, we learned that Corazon's real name is Rosinante, which is fucking awesome. Yeah. What is yeah. a great yeah. name? Also, like, why, why the name switched to Corazon? What does that mean? Also, what did... Doflamingo mean when he said law would be the third Corazon. What? Yeah. Because it's, what is... it's the it's the heart position. Mm -hmm. It's a title for filling that role oh. in the crew. Okay. Rosanante, okay. of course, is the name of Don Quixote's horse. Yes, yes, that's why it was oh. here. Yeah. Man, why you gotta name your son after a horse? Like a really <laughs> shitty that's a bit like, of a read, actually. Yeah, like a really shitty, worn out. <laughs> Like useless horse too. My beautiful son. Well, he was he attended the birth and he he attended the birth and took one look at Corazon and went, "Wow, you look haggard." <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Listen, babies look roughed after they've been you know shoved through <laughs> yeah. the business. Listen, yeah, <laughs> it's not a it's not an easy time for anyone. That, I mean, <laughs> I was supposed to have a different name when I was born, but my parents looked at me after getting, like, pulled out with the little calipers, and they said, no, <laughs> oh no, 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 God. we're going to give you a two-syllable name, because three syllables is just too much. <laughs> You're too pathetic. Doflamingo could not adapt to this new way of life at all, demanding to know where the slaves had gone, or why the townspeople wouldn't bow to him. Or dared Daddy. to cross his path at all. Daddy, where are the slaves? Daddy, Daddy. Uh, 
this, of course, brought unwelcome attention on the family's manor, which a mob burned to the ground, forcing the Don Quixotes into hiding. Um, hey team, on hey. on this page where they where the Don Quixotes are um are running away. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, what what shape is that moon in right now? Looks <laughs> like a bit of a smile. Would you say? Oh, oh, oh uh-oh, huh? Oh I was afraid mm. it was gonna be a D. they lived in a filthy hovel in a landfill homing frantically called mary joie begging that they at least let his wife and children return to mary joie and not be punished for his naivete the response was you chose this life for yourself what is discarded cannot be returned don't ever call me again human Uh, doflamingo's mother soon took ill and passed away Dofi and Rosinante resorted to stealing garbage to eat, and then the lynch mob found them. How did they escape? How, how are they? How are they still alive? I hope we found out. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> uh, back to the original flashback. Law is brought before Doflamingo, uh, not for stabbing Cora as he expected, but to be asked to join the crew for good. Uh, for whatever reason, it seemed Cora didn't report the stabbing in any way. Despite his three-year time limit, Doflamingo convinced Law to hold out hope, because maybe in that time, they'd find a devil fruit that could help cure his illness. Later, Law eavesdropped on Doflamingo asking his brother about his wound, and Corazon invented a cover story about an enemy attacking him, protecting Law for some reason. So I love that Corazon just keeps wearing his little hat. (laughs) It's like one of those little, like, alpine... Like llama alpaca hats with the long yeah. ears. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the drooping. That is an that is uh, art school freshman. The hat, uh-huh. <laughs> right there. <laughs> A montage plays out of Law's time in the Don Quixote pirate crew, learning and battling with all of them. Corazon Eventually... falls down a lot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It is a constant. Yeah. <laughs> in, is it every panel? It's almost every panel. It's almost, it, he's <laughs> either falling down or least. spitting yeah. out tea. Or lighting himself fire. on fire. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I just think he's doing this on purpose to make the kids laugh. Maybe. Uh, eventually, but. a day arrived when La was chatting with Buffalo and Baby Five, who were asking what his real name was, having told them or having told him theirs. Buffalo blackmailed Law into telling, or he would reveal the secret of Cora's stabbing to Doflamingo. So Law told them his full name, which is Trafalgar D. Water Law. Jesus Christ. Yep. <laughs> I knew it! I knew Tyler. it was a D! I knew What's it! What's up, Jason? <laughs> hey, you lying son of a bitch, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the craziest part I, is, is that it's actually, that's not his full full name, it's Trafalgar D. Dudley D. Dudley. I've waited months. I've waited so long for that. Yeah, you 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 you, t- you revealed to us his full name without actually including the important part of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I listened back to that episode oh and I w- and I remember me saying, oh, "Wow, I thought his middle name would be like D or something," and you very quickly went, "Yeah, that'd be crazy." Anyway, yeah, there, you c- there is almost an audible grin from my. Oh end yeah, of the I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, I heard it." 
<laughs> but what yeah. does the water mean? Yeah, he uh, he says that D is an alias, and Water is his secret name. And then he started to tell them that for generations, his family had something, but it is cut off because Baby Five was already bored by the story. Oh, baby Five, the true <laughs> villain. Oh, oh, baby. It's not her fault. It's hiding the lore from us. Yeah. Uh, suddenly, Corazon scooped Law up and took him into a back alley. Baby Five's like, well, uh, he's getting picked on again. Whoops. <laughs> who wants to read the final page with me? Okay, who's who? Uh, you can be the other one. I'll be Law. What do you want, Corazon? You want to fight? Was that true? Huh? Huh? Who said that? Your D alias. If that's true, you need to get away from Doffy immediately. Listen to me, Law. You can't be around him. Dun dun dun. dun, 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 dun. Mm. The twist and turns oh, this fucking volume has. My goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm losing my damn mind, y'all. Oh, you're not even ready. He also. I love it. Corazon, like, that's a hell of a Joker face. That's, yeah. A, oh, yeah. that's yeah. a Joker we, yeah, face that's if why I've ever seen one. We got through all of this not even yeah, mentioning that Yeah, that's why I that made that, he... that comment. Yeah, we got through all of this not even mentioning that Corazon wears Joker makeup. Yeah, he's got, got a, like a big, awkward like, orange eyelashes. Well, yeah, we haven't yeah, even yeah, like, gotten he's a specifically good look at got it. like the yeah, he's got like a Heath Ledger like Joker grin kind yeah. of, but without like scarring. It's just makeup. Yeah, it's yeah. not like a full mm-hmm. Glasgow smile. It's just the just the makeup. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts for Volume Seventy Six? Oh man, I just okay, okay, team. <laughs> so I oh man, One Piece. Get is into good. it. So. Like, we, we've seen, like, time and time again, Luffy encounter deep suffering and not only come through it smiling, but, like, bring people through to the light through, like, empathy and compassion and Nakama hood. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but here we see, so when we're introduced to Baby Law, he's like, I want to kill everything. Um, and then, like, as we see Don Quixote, we see, like, a similar thing where like adult Don Quixote says like I just want to destroy the world um, and we see like it's from this like deep place of suffering which was inflicted on him from other people's deep places of suffering and mm-hmm. people's like mm-hmm. just living in darkness and inflicting that darkness on others which is such a human response because you want to see that your pain is real and you want other people to understand you um, mm-hmm. also there's mm-hmm. like an interesting um like Jesus analogy, like when we're introduced to like baby Dofi and family, they're in crucifixion poses, and yeah. like Daddy mm-hmm. Dofi is mm-hmm. is like descending from on high with his son to mingle with humanity, and yeah. and is crucified and like wow that's interesting, um, and I just I'm so curious to see what laws what happens with Law and Corazon how Law was able to survive and be like a human in the world capable yeah. of like connecting with other humans and remember and save- how he described Corazon last week he said he saved him he said he was someone that he loved someone he loved yeah what does that mean he, he said loved- Doflamingo and murdered someone-, someone I loved mm-hmm. yeah and it was someone who like gave him his life effectively yeah yeah. yeah. Like, what does that mean? And also, so then further questions like, what did Doflamingo plan? What were Doflamingo's plans for the op-op fruit? Yeah. Right. If yeah. he didn't what is want this, Law to what eat is it. This, 
What is this treasure that could shake the world? Who was he gonna have? Yeah, was it Mary Joa? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's also a lot of there's a lot of things that could be in Mary Joa. I mean, we definitely know for sure that that big ass tree is there, right? The <laughs> Eve, oh, the Eve, the Eve tree. tree. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I don't know, probably some ancient weapon or something. Some bullshit. I don't know. <laughs> something for Robin to get excited about. Yeah. It's some. <laughs> Again, Oda just perfectly just has his cake and eats it too, mm-hmm. with uh, with with the story, yeah. where it's you get to have a guy who had profound, who suffered profoundly, um, at, you know, at the hands of the world and its unjust systems, but also is a privileged beneficiary of those unjust systems. Absolutely, because because he never stopped believing. That he's a celestial dragon and deserves to be uh, better than everybody, at least as far as I can tell. Yeah, all <laughs> um, right. Yeah, yeah. He's just like he's Which... he's mad that he was denied that. Well, that he keeps himself walled off privilege. from people, and I'm so curious, like how these his new family joined his crew and like what his mm. connection to them is. I'm yeah, also how did they get started? Like, yeah. When the Some... when the um when we were first introduced to his uh, operatives with. Monet and and whatnot and, and the Virgo, others yeah. and Virgo the others on on Punk Hazard. My assumption was that they were servants who had like followed him here from some other noble family or household. That they were holdovers from from something, mm-hmm. but apparently not. No, they're diehard. Like Monet died saying he was going to be the king of the pirates. Yeah, and ev- evidently he doesn't even care if he is. He just wants to burn down the world. And I love that we're getting so many different characters who, like, want to bring down, quote-unquote, the world in with mm. different meanings of that word. We get Fujitora, right, who wants yeah. to dismantle the systems that the government has in place. We get, mm-hmm. you know, Doflamingo, who wants to bring down, I don't know, something. We get Law, who wants to take down Kaido. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Doflamingo is... He's like the manifestation of the extreme outrageous inequality of the world mm-hmm. like what of a result of what happens if you slam the two poles together yeah in he, a way that like, yeah. is not constructive he said i saw heaven and hell before i was 10 years old yeah and right. he, it that's not a lie no, he's right. being that literal when he says that true. <laughs> yeah yeah that is yeah. not hyperbole at all I mean, yeah, he's that, like he's like the you know like the white folks that deny that racial inequality is real because they are working class, like turned up to eleven. <laughs> <laughs> and his his pirate moniker that I think Fujitora called him was uh, Heavenly Demon. Uh, Heavenly Demon, Demon. yeah. Oh, Heavenly Demon. yep, boy. And then and then like what what happened that like. Corazon is so different. Like how right? <laughs> it's a strong. Uh, all, what are the demons but the fallen angels? <laughs> a strong statement on uh, nature versus nurture here. Yeah, like oh, yeah. Who, yeah. who saved also, like, how, how was Dofi raised that his parents were like right? <laughs> we don't need this, and he never stopped asking where his slaves were. I think I, I feel like his dad just like just like went through a phase mm-hmm. like 
you know, like, yeah, this found, seems very much like a whim. Found some cool like, book. Oh, we're yeah, going to have a house in the countryside mm. with the working fence. It, 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 it's very, it, um, it's mm, almost you, poverty tourism. Oh, yeah. uh, yes. Yeah, I was about to say, yes. well, yeah, yeah. do you remember, um, oh, shoot, what was it? It wasn't it like Marion Marie Antoinette like had like a fake village on her estate where she could like pretend to be like provincial and, and <laughs> oh god. Yeah. I don't know if that's accurate, but it was definitely in the movie Marie Antoinette, which has I, Nikes on the poster. I remember so hearing something about like that about some noble sometime. So it could have been Marie yeah. Antoinette. Could have been anybody. Oh, there it is. Uh hum- uh, gonna mispronounce this. Hameau de la Reine. Uh, the Queen's Hamlet. A rustic retreat of the Chateau of Versailles built for Marie Antoinette in 1783. Um, just for her to throw parties and pr- pretend to slum it, I guess. It's like her own personal Ren Faire in Ren Faire times. Oh my goodness. Right. <laughs> and I think I think that Say Homing was sincere about it, yeah. but... Just he's so like disconnected <laughs> yes. from reality yeah, that it absolutely. almost doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Well, like he he didn't realize like oh the people are probably going to be mad about the things we do to them yeah. on a regular basis. Absolutely. Yeah, and also like hey you think that that this uh, status quo is weird and and is stupid doesn't make any sense and you just your what you decided to do with it was try to throw away your power instead, instead of, of use it, like leveraging. using it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's like mm-hmm. that's like a you know like white millennial so and so like instead of like doing anything about it just like oh I'm going to move to whatever borough of New York is being currently gentrified and like be <laughs> one with the common folk. You know what this disenfranchised rust belt town needs? A brewery. <laughs> oh god. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> also, I just want to throw in there as just a, I don't know, that um, Marie Antoinette was 15 when she moved to Versailles. Mm-hmm. That's so, true. Like, mm. Yeah, maybe cool it on the uh, Marie Antoinette. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's, a, she's, she's a separate conversation. Yeah. Yes. From this, yes. this Thank madness. you. Thank you, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, all do dumb things when we're 15. <laughs> but we all don't oh, have God. the power to do supremely dumb things. Yeah, right, right. I forget who wrote That's it correct. in. Um, it was towards the beginning of when we were starting Dressrosa, but we got an email. Uh, someone was saying about Do Flamingo, like, man, I really feel bad for him, but fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yes. 100%. I remembering that now. Yeah, I mean, it's about like because everyone in this fucking series has trauma. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And it's like how you decide to react to well, it. it's like like you you don't have control over what has happened to you but you have control over what you do next right yeah and it's like it's like a really great essay i read i i i'm so sorry but i can't for the life of me remember like who wrote it or what but like analyzing like jk rowling and her reaction to like people's responses to her transphobia um and saying that she has become her villain because, like, the key thing with Voldemort was, like, he experienced trauma and, like, wasn't able to get over it and, and like, held it against people and was intent on inflicting pain um, in response to his own pain. And similar, like, like J.K. Rowling, like, experienced pain and was, like, intent on using that pain to refuse to see the humanity of the people around her. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's... Mm-hmm. 
I guess that's a that's a that's a different also a different conversation. But I feel similarly about her, where it's like I a, a lot of things about about her, like I feel really bad for her. Yeah. But where she has ended up is so terrible. Like, yeah, that's that's a really interesting it's, point. It's very uh, a good motive. Still transphobia. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and I I appreciate that uh, that aspect about Doflamingo's backstory here is that while it does like inform his actions, it does no uh, work to mm. justify, uh, justify yeah. it. It doesn't excuse no, 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 them no. in any little bit. Yeah, yeah. he is he is yeah. something that emerged from the fucked up world that that exists here, and yeah. and in on many many levels, uh, like only exists because of it. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts, or should we do some X marks? Um, am I I'm wrong, scared. or, like, is this bit with Corazon and Law, like, one of the things in that, like, One Piece look back, like, with all of the shorts? Because I remember seeing, like, something that looks was reminiscent of this. Yeah, we're gonna watch it next week. Yeah! Ooh. Hell yeah! Uh, yeah, watch, if, if... Watch what? Um, so around the release of Volume 100... And the release of episode one thousand, <laughs> or and Jeez. also chapter one thousand for that matter, uh, they did a series of short films called "We Are One," uh, and we watched oh, two yeah. of them so far. One of them was uh, Vivi's speech at the end of Alabasta. We watched it last year. Oh, uh, and the other one was the fucking groggy ring in the Davy Back fight. <laughs> what a choice compared with what a Alabasta choice. and this man. Why? Yeah, and and uh, we haven't watched one since because we've had to wait to get to this point. But next week mm. we're gonna watch the third one. I'm so which excited. Has to do with this backstory. How about some X marks? Yes, yes, yes. Let's. Yeah, I'm scared. <laughs> uh, first from Ken of Red Lions on the Discord. <laughs> Pigya! <laughs> what? Oh boy. That was the death cry of the Tontata. Oh yep. god. Yep. Oh yeah. When Treble stomped mm. on them. Uh-huh. Uh mine for this week. All those scattered gladiators are starting to team up. <laughs> oh boy. Contaro's terrible drawings. Oh yes, please <laughs> give me more of them. <laughs> A crucial treasure within Mary Joa. Oh dear. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. Nuns! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Tell me more about Nuns. Christianity in this world! <laughs> Give me the Catholics! <laughs> Back in the habit. <laughs> several, uh, several estimation marks on that. Oh, I'll admit uh, that this one is purely speculation on my point. I just, mm. uh, on my part, I just found it interesting because it. Uh, it was mentioned 33 years ago, but Celestial Dragon ID chips. Yeah, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chips? The, Do they have The chip Don Quixote family were told that they would need to return their Celestial ID Dragon chips. ID chips. What does that mean? I was thinking about that. They wear spacesuits. Are they chipped? Like cats? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that seems wise, honestly. Celestial kitty yeah, cat? You, you never gotta know return your go. club card. Return your club card. You're not allowed back in. <laughs> It's a subdermal club card. <laughs> <laughs> Who did homing call for help? Ooh. Who oh. did homing call for help? Who was his? Who was his uh, contact back in Marijoa still? Yeah, he had some kind of a swirly stars. mustache. Because it wasn't like a it wasn't like a help hotline. 
uh, it was a person that said, don't call me again. Mm-hmm. I'm going back to the thing. We don't see a... Oh, but we do see a... Huh, yeah, we see a snail mustache. Version. Yeah. Is it uh, one of the Elder Stars? Uh, and the last one this week, the secret name Water. Yeah, what? Indeed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, why is Water? The is thing. it related to, like, water meat? That's good uh, meat. The eleven. The, the secret is the eleven uh, secret blends of herbs and spices. Hooray! <laughs> I would love to know meat. what uh, Law's family has done for generations, <laughs> but I guess I don't get to know that. Uh, yeah. Doctoring, I guess. <laughs> Thanks, baby five. They were doctoring this whole time. Mm-hmm. D stands for doctor. There you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There I... it is. <laughs> I was also, I singled out. And maybe we've heard this before and I just forgot because that's what my brain does. Um, the, the phrase he used in D being an alias. Yeah. 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 This, I think, so, is the first like, time we've heard it used that way. Like, does that make D, like, it's not really a name. It's like a designation. Is it a, like, it's a... Yeah. I mean, that's that would, the it way would, it has like, seemed code, because that, it that is... Would, it would make more sense. It's assigned to all of these seemingly unrelated people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By who? But it's passed down in families. Yeah. Yeah. And a D will always bring a storm. Yep. Uh, Jason. <laughs> yes? You got a star chart? Yes. Are y'all ready for cancer season? <gasps> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> That's me. We- we are uh, we are going to be reading for a. I, I asked Tyler what would be a good choice for this week, so I was a little stumped, and he mm-hmm. gave me uh, someone with a July fifteenth birthday. Uh, we are reading for Corazon. <gasps> I've got a good buddy in my astrology month. <laughs> I hope I don't I, regret it, but I, I feel I like next it. week. Uh, I feel like next week would be a tough pick between a number of characters. So oh, I told Jason to just go ahead and do Korra this week. Uh, uh, Alright, I'll, I'll take it. I'll, I'll take your word for it. Corazon, what little we've heard of you this so far. Um, this is what the stars have to say about you this week. Your sense of responsibility is probably the catalyst for most of your motivation. I don't regret it. But what happens when it... <laughs> But what happens when events are beyond your control and you're powerless to do anything about them? You may have to admit that sometimes you can't control everything. Especially your family and friends. (laughs) (laughs) Today... (laughs) Today... Today you should think about letting things happen occasionally. Your life will be a lot less complicated. I give up. Bye-bye. Listen, I already told told you, I don't trust anyone or anything. Except for horoscopes. God. (laughs) Thank you all for listening. Our R63 crocodile is uh, very smart. Uh, I hope that you join us again next week for Unforgettable Smiles. Mm. Oh, I hate that. Mm. I don't don't like it. I don't like it. (laughs) Until then, uh, Jason, where can our Nakama find you on the brand online? 
Uh, yeah, you can find me um, usually at twitch.tv slash jcavs, J-A-Y-C-A-L-V-E-S. I usually stream, um, not a lot lately, but usually in the middle of the week, towards the evenings when I got the time. And um, hey, jcavs also takes you to uh, any and all other social medias, uh, Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> as long as I have it. <laughs> as long as it's extant. <laughs> mm-hmm. You'll find me there. <laughs> uh, Justin. Uh, hey, um, yeah, you can find me at uh, WJustinKing on Instagram. And if you'd like to see my partner and I's adorable little dog, he is at Herbie.Herbie.Herbie on Instagram as well. Do I have another Instagram to check out? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Laura. You can find me on Twitter, Newgrounds, uh, Patreon, Instagram. Uh as haha i'm laura i do art and music and animation melissa i'm uh christia k-r-i-s-t-a-i-a on uh twitter instagram twitch and hey back on tumblr because why <laughs> oh, yeah. not? Um, guess who's back and, oh that's uh, curious timing yeah. <laughs> could be um, anything <laughs> okay yeah um and uh, and you can find my dogs at Super Golden Kara on Instagram. Yeah. Dave, oh, I am Scythe, P S Y T H E on Archive of Our Own. Sometimes fan fiction gets posted there. And Theo, I don't do much on the internet because to heck with that. If you happen to be in or around Dayton, Ohio, you can come to the Black Box Improv Theater. We have shows every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and I perform Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. You can follow this show on Twitter at MealPeace, and pinned there is an invitation to join our fan Discord, the Mess Deck. You can come and talk about the latest volume that we read and the uh, podcast episode where we talk about it. And we also have a spoiler section to come and talk about the remainder of the series. Uh, if you would like to have your email read on the show, you can send it to piecemealpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we do have a queue building, <laughs> always building, so maybe we'll do a mailbag episode in the future if we have time to schedule one. Yeah! I would also appreciate it if you could rate and review this show on your podcast service of choice and go ahead and make it a five-star rating. Uh, so that all of the One Piece fans of the world can find us. Uh, this has been Piecemeal. Keep dreaming! I gotta look at this pizza first. Yeah, that, I mean, it yeah, looks good, my but also... <laughs> Like, you can't just pick up a slice and eat it. You'd have to pick out the clams yeah. and, like... Yeah, fine. like, what, yeah. there's a melange of textures happening here. I can almost <laughs> What if you just it? went right in? Just, <laughs> just crunched right on through? Oof. Delicious. I tried. Apparently there's Japanese mayonnaise on there, too. Ooh. Huh. What, oh what's like different about Japanese mayonnaise? It's egg yolk Yeah, only. I was wondering. Huh. 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 Oh. That sounds good. Huh. Yeah. I'm I into into it. It. <laughs> yeah, I got a I got a bottle in my fridge. Oh cool. <laughs> <laughs>